0: The screw came up to him when he was sat on the pool table. And he was like, why don't you write down how you're feeling? Gave him a pen. And he just looked at him dead in the eye and just went, stabbed it in his head like that and just dragged it down like that. Mm. He didn't stay on the wing for long. I was charlie'd off me that. Playing around with a knife at home. I thought, I'm going to go and iron him out then. going to go and kill my own dad. I said, Mum, what are you doing? You're not at work." She was like, "It's all your fault. If you weren't here, he'd love me." That was a quite hard thing to take. That really, when um, when she's all like, "All I had," do you know what I mean. So I knocked on the door. I'm waiting up. And I had the knife behind my back, and I was like, leaned his little bald head out. No, offense, <laughs> And then uh, he went, "No one wants you around here." But as he said that, like. In the moonlight, it, it caught his jugular. And I thought, that's my target there. But when you have a bit of Colombian naughty talk, then it all goes a bit wafty, really, doesn't it? Like mm. One time, I thought the BBC were doing a documentary on me and they were watching me through my phone. I threw <laughs> my phone out the window, ran round to my dealer's house, kicked the back door in, and he was just asleep on the sofa. I thought, I'm on the bloody news! And then I was saying, he knows. He does know. And I was like, what? And then, he knows. But you don't know, but he knows that you know. Just tell him, he knows. And then I'm like... So I've gone to my mate, do you know? And he's gone, know what? I've gone in the shop. <laughs> and, and I'm going, all right. And then I felt in my pocket I still had the knife. I didn't even second thought it. I just, I looked round, made, made sure there's no one in the shop. I just whipped out a knife and, put the money from the till in the bag. And I was like, quicker, quicker, come on. You know what I mean? And then I've paid for the beers. said, you keep the change for that. And then just walked out. This traveling boy called Ned came into my cell once and he said, uh, I need to borrow your clippers. I was like, well, you can't have them now. You have to have a haircut on Saturday. And he came back with two traveler mates. And he goes, give me your clippers. I said, no. And he pulled out a knife. Like he had it in his waistband like that, showed it to me. I said, "Put that away, and we'll we'll have a fight in here." Because I'm a traveller, not a mug. And then he walked off. And then one day I got back from the gym, and I put prison clothes on, waited for him to go in his cell on his own, ran round, kicked the door open, and waited for him to turn around because I didn't want to snake him. And then just punched him. But my whole hand went in his mouth because he didn't
1: have. <laughs> so it didn't really work out. We bring you Stevie Lee and we watch Stevie on Paul Stansby podcast. Shout out to Paul. He's a pure soul. Great guy. Please support his channel. We will put the link for the Stevie Lee interview on Paul's channel in the description box. You may have seen Paul's interview on our channel, Hunting My Brother's Killers. So moving. And today, Stevie's going to tell us his story I know we're laughing, but there's going to be some graphic content. So just a warning to people. The story has some harrowing moments. There is a story about patricide. There are armed robberies, criminality, addiction, abuse, all involved in this story. But if you put that aside, we had a meal with Stevie last night and his partner, and he's such a brilliant speaker so funny you know um we just had a great laugh last night didn't we Mm. so there will be some light hearted moments in between the intensity as well so yeah huge thanks for coming on yeah Yeah. thank you stevie all right yeah and you know you've got um a unique way of speaking where's your accent from if you want to explain to the viewers a bit about where you grew up
0: i'm i'm from um Kent in Maidstone so and sorry if I if I stutter a little bit when I get a bit anxious in my head like my thoughts don't they try and come out too quickly and it's like uh yeah it's a bit of a struggle but yeah from uh Maidstone in Kent so that's that's where now living up north but I'll never change my
1: accent and you sound a bit London your accent uh, were you ever living in London
0: yeah 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 I lived in Putney for a while um and yeah, my cousin lives in Lewisham, so I spent a lot of time
1: there. So yeah. So what was it like for you as a kid, and what was your parents well, like? Well,
0: mm. well, well, Do you know what? Um, I was thinking about this last night about. So, you know, um, there was there was um, trouble time like growing up and that. So not 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 all the time, but uh, I can't think of anyone's childhood that's been you know, particularly, like, I I can't think of anyone that that would have had a childhood that's been that amazing and nothing's ever happened. So, um, it used to, uh, define how I carry myself, my behaviour, um, what I did and how I felt about myself, but I've actually done a lot of work around it. Um, and it's, I've sort of let go of that sort of stuff. because um, I blamed my mum a lot for certain aspects of it.
1: Are you able to describe what those aspects are?
0: Well, um yeah, it's it's uh it's a bit awkward 'cause because like I said on the Paul Stansby's podcast, I didn't I don't really want to upset my mum or gotcha. or anything like that. Um, you know, she was only sixteen when she had me. Uh she was from a strict, my granny was a strict Catholic lady. She's a lovely lady, but, but she goes by the walls of the church. She's Irish. Um, so when my mum fell pregnant, uh, she was asked to leave the family home, unfortunately. Um, so And my mum was a really intelligent woman. She, was, uh, she went to a grammar school for girls. She was high grade. Um, she worked in Safeways as a checkout girl. Um, and actually my dad, if you can call him that, um, was a trolley boy in Safeways. That's how they met. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it was just, it, you know, I won't really go into it too much because it's her story. It's not really, but, um, uh, I've got it all written down and stuff like that, but, you know, she'd done the best of what she could. Um, we managed to get a flat, uh, in, in Borough Green which is in Kent, um, and uh, yeah, we we were just, it was for, for a time, it was just me and my mum against the world of, you know, uh, I do, this is a vivid memory, I remember, um, because my mum was working, she wasn't, but I was always at childminders or stuff like that because she was working, so she worked six days a week in that west, as, um and then she's trying to do a typewriting course in the evenings, and it was just yeah. So some, I remember we didn't we didn't have a, anything to eat for that particular day or or something. So um, there was like a cake tasting event in town in Maidstone where you could come in and like eat try cakes, and then so we went in there to have a meal. I know it's but but I just remember. A, like, I remember walking over there. I must have had some muck on my face or something. She goes, come here, look. They'll think you look like, you know what I mean? We've got to be. And then, but but bless her, like, I, cause I, I when I look back, I think, you know, because we must have been eating them cakes like they're going out of fashion because we were, you know, and if people must have been looking and stuff like that. I mean, I, I actually, I, I remembered this the other day. I don't know what show, it, this is in the 80s. I don't know what show it was, and I still can't find it now. I don't really want to bring it up for my mum to ask her. But there was a sort of a show like Jeremy Carl. And my mum went on it. And I remember watching her because she had an 80s perm. Was it Trisha? It might have been. I don't know. Whatever it was in the 80s, my mum went on it to talk about being a... And what what, what my real dad was doing. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll have to...
1: I don't. This is the era of Jerry Springer, is it? Not, but that's American, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so I don't know what it would be, Okay, the but I guess... Was yeah. I think Trisha
2: then. was before Jeremy Kyle. Yeah, because I
0: remember being at my auntie Deb's watching her on TV. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to find that Because I, I, I can picture her sitting there with an 80s poem. On, I was like, my mum's on TV. So, yeah. And I, sorry, and where
2: was your dad at this point?
0: Oh, I don't know. Sloshing about.
2: Sloshing about. What age did he
0: leave? Oh, well, well I... I'd, I'd, he, he, he they, his family tried to. Um, well, this is all part of the reason why I tried to murder him one day, and that was a few years. Like, I, I know it sounds a bit, but uh, yeah, I was. But it all, ste- you know, the anger built up, and then yeah, nearly we'll killed him. One day. yeah, we'll get to that, but yeah, Definitely. Um, so uh, but. I know he was young, he was 17, but, gosh, he he turned up to court and said he didn't even know my mum. So I had to have a DNA test. Never paid child maintenance, never see him. I I, I don't know what he was... um, It's quite a horrific incident, but... uh, I hope my mum doesn't mind me saying this, but... um, Because she, she told me once that when she was pregnant, she left Safeway. And he was putting pressure on her to have an abortion, and the whole family was. I mean, they tried pick, they tried kidnapping her, taking her down to London, all sorts of stuff like that. Um. And uh, so she was walking home, pregnant, in a dark country road. Pregnant with you? Yeah, with with me. Yeah. Um. And then uh, he he drove past with his new girlfriend, pulled over, bundled her in the car. Beat her up like punching her in the stomach and that. I remember her saying it, t- saying this to me, like, "What did you do there, Mum?" And she was like, "I just curled up in a ball and just said, get off me.'" And 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 when she said that, I, it even though I was I was never I, w- I was there, but I wasn't, but I it, I imagined it, and I thought, "Doing that to my mum, like, you know what? This is this is the kind of man he is." Um, and I I, I didn't meet him till I was about twenty, mm. properly, you know. So we just we just. Yeah, we just carried it. So we were living in flat in Borough Green, and just the two of you, just the two of us, for a little while. Um, my cousin and my best mate Liam lived opposite, and and he's, he's been my best mate ever since. We're still best mates today. So and and I, I love him to bits, and he's, you know, it, it. When I was in prison, he came every month with my brother Pat um, through thick and thin, and I. I you know, all the years and I've been an absolute Moby sometimes and so, like, God, why are you doing this stuff? But he's always stuck them two boys have always stuck by me, you know? Um yeah, just knocking about with him. And my mum was introduced to his uncle called called Bob. And uh he then became my dad, basically. Just like
1: Going back to when you was a kid then, what was it like entering school?
0: Uh it was alright. I was I do remember a st- I was telling my girlfriend actually like because you used to have tuck at break time and I never bloody had anything and this girl once she had she had a four finger Kit Kat and all I wanted was one finger or half a one and she was like no you're not having it <laughs> so I was like right I, I just snapped it off her and just chucked it all in my mouth like that and the teachers <laughs> saw me and I had to go and stand by the wall for for the rest of the break but I thought <laughs> How's that? Like, can I have a bit of your Kit Kat she went no <laughs> I was like right well, <laughs> I'm yeah so I, I was getting you know, I, my favourite thing was fighting yeah. and there was a girl from the older yeah. school that used to come down every break time and watch me fight she said, and she used to stand there and watch and I'd be like you right?" She had. I remember she had glasses like that she was she like, alright and then she'd just go off again. I don't know who she was. She was
2: admiring your fighting? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. it was, Yeah. But it was all, you know. What kind
1: of things were you fighting
0: over? So oh, no, it was just play fighting, you know, like yeah. wrestling and stuff. I found it, I don't know, I just liked it. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, it's, um, yeah, my mum was working hard. I went, went, a lot of child minders, though, and <clears throat> one of them, she, uh, she was a bit nuts. She threw a, um, a pot at me once of soup.
2: For what reason?
0: I don't know. She was shouting about something. I think her husband had left her or something. But then she had to go out and say to my mum, look, I've, I've done... And my mum was fuming, so I never went back to her. But, yeah. Uh, and also, a funny story is, um, I used to go to this childminder's and she was horrible. Like, my friend Mickey used to be sick in his on his plate and she'd make him scoop it up and eat oh. it again. Yeah. That's it. And one day, like they dared, because Madonna was on the TV, and she was she was a bit of a salt back then. She still is, I think. But um, so so they dared they dared me to go and run run over there and kiss her on TV. I did. I got caught. What and, happened? Well, I got the slipper. The slipper just come from across the room and just oh, oh my god, and ran off. But yeah, it was a yeah strange time that. Has that put you what, off watching McDonough these days? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. But um, but my, I didn't realise one of the guys there was my cousin Gavin's, my my real dad's nephew, and then we, apparently we looked like each other, so that was weird, wasn't it? We went to the same childminders. And you never knew. No, I never knew. I, m- I met him like years later at uh, at my nan's f- funeral, his mum's funeral. Like, do you remember going to that crazy woman's house? I was like, yeah, I know. So I was there as well, and then like it was weird. So yeah, small world.
2: So you were always at childminders.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. But my mum was just trying to do her best. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And stuff like that. But but you know, um, I, I, I called Bob Dad, and and uh, he was very good. Like it just, I, he's just like smell of engine oil because he was a motorbike mechanic, and he and he used to toss me up in the air and like. We to go out on the motorbikes and stuff like that, you know. It was just really good. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I really loved him, yeah, and 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 I still do. Yes, he lives in Thailand now, and he's he's happy, and so I'm really happy for him, you know. I let him down a lot in, in, later on, and but you know, just just getting better is is it,
1: it, good for him, really. Were you interested in school subjects or sports? I
0: really liked English and history. Like write creative writing, yeah. Sports, yeah. I I I, I liked football, um. So yeah, played a lot of football. Obviously wrestling. So yeah, was,
2: yeah. I, I can envision you as like a bit of a class clown. Was that the well, case? Well, yeah,
0: yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I got told off once for putting some boys' PE bag mm. in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> for what reason? I don't know. I just don't really think he liked. I liked him really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he had to wear it for PE. No. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah.
2: What was in the bag, out of interest?
0: <laughs> I don't know, shorts and that.
2: So you put his whole kit in the toilet yeah, and he had yeah, to wear it yeah,
0: wet? Yeah, I think they told my mum about that, actually. I'll have to ask her <laughs> if she remembers <laughs> me putting it. But, yeah. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Um, but then... we, just, But then I remember one day it all sort of changed. Like, no, my mum was a bit sad. She wouldn't get out of bed and that. And then... or well, Basically... What I want to say is, I've got my truth, mum's truth, everyone else's truth, and then the actual truth. So this just—it's just the way I remember it and how I was growing up. But and then uh, and then she, one day she got, she said, "Oh, I've got someone that wants to speak to you." Um, and then this voice come on the other end. He was like, "Hello, hello, Stevie. I've heard a lot about you." And I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" But then, so I didn't realise it at the time. But I certainly realise it now. This this bloke was going to absolutely turn things upside down. and It's just going to be the next few years are going to be awful.
2: So had your mum separated with Bob? Yeah,
0: and now she's got this new fella. Suddenly we all whipped off. I we we moved to Exeter and then Bristol. Um, I missed Liam. Like I was calling my dad all the time, and then he'd tell me you're not to call him dad. And then all this he. he it was, so that was so we're up. So that was from about eight till sixteen. The day we I had to, I had to get my mum out of there when I was sixteen.
2: So you me to Exeter and sort of
0: the Southwest when you were eight. Yeah, and then moved up to Bristol. Yeah, for yeah. what was it like changing schools so young? Uh, well, I, I, do you know what? Actually, I, I I completely forgot. Like something happened in uh, in and, and 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 things we were talking about later. Like a, I went and I, I went to a school in a small village in Exeter um, and it was only run by sort of volunteers. Well, by the time I moved on to another school, they said I, I was back, I was behind three years or something because they uh, they weren't really giving me the right education. But I, I, I remember they said we had health checks one day and I need to actually look into this because it's quite scary really. So... They said they had health checks and we were one by one going up to the headmistress's room and then uh, so i went up there and there's these two old ladies and they had a camera they like looked like old dorises you know like uh, with glasses and that and then they said right strip off naked and pull down your pants and i was only about eight so i was like i just thought all right then so i should and then they i remember they took a picture on the big camera and then she came up to me, I don't, know why, I, I don't know why she'd done this, but she said, she checked my balls. She, she went, how many balls, I need to check how many balls you got and count, press what, one, two, she said. And then that's it, I went downstairs and I went to one of my mates, did you, did you have to, hit? and he was like, no. But then this other girl said she did. But it was just so, and then, and then nothing was ever mentioned that's not normal that's not I know but because I I didn't know because th- th- the thing is the reason why these t- t- bastards like do it for you, vulnerable because they don't know what's going on I never I never had sex I didn't know what was what was like What, but yeah
1: do you think they were passing us photos on to some kind of room? yeah I think
0: I think they were, I, I, yeah I think they were going to school to school I, something I really do need to look into
2: well I mean I'm only three years younger than you and they never did that to me in school no. Yeah. Or exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So it's not the norm. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. No. I. I, I, know.
0: I can see that now, but yeah. I was just like, oh, well, you wouldn't have known at eight. No. But I. Did, no. I distinctly remember taking a photo, and I. And I. I. I, I do think sometimes oh, where's that photo now? Like, Ooh. so yeah. I know that. that it, yeah. I. It's. it's yeah. Oh, because I. I know the name of the school, so I don't know whether they would be able to have a record of. I. I. I don't know, but I don't know what to do about that. Wow, that's strong. Yeah.
2: So when you moved down to Exeter, that was him with the new fella?
0: Yeah, yeah, and then we moved to Bristol. So I went to secondary school in Bristol, in Backwell. Backwell. Backwell School, yeah. Um, yeah. We used to have a rivalry of Nelsey School. Yeah. So when we used to... You know, Nelsey School. So when when we used to play football against Nelsie, like, we have to walk across the fields to get to the football pitch. And the whole school... Would come out and stand in a line and spit at you and stuff like that. And you had to walk. It's like the walk of shame walking through there. Yeah, and and one day I remember being down the coach park on lunch break, and a load of cars came up and it was a load of sixth formers from Nelsie and they tied some year eleven up and chucked him out of the car and everyone went over and beat him up. It was a really bad rivalry that was between two schools. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah.
2: So what was it like meeting your mum's fella for the first time?
0: Oh, I don't know, it just. Well, do uh, you know what? To be looking back, I already had my dad, and that was Bob, you know? So I was like, hey, my dad, you know what I mean? So I, I, I did give him a bit of a hard time. But it was like, honestly, it was like walking on eggshells with him. Everything was just, and then, ah, oh, it's just, I was always out. Like, I, I'd, I'd just come home, put me school bag in and go out. I just didn't, but towards the end, because... Thing is, I mean, I've I've made peace with all this, but but it was as if they didn't really want me around because, I mean, my mum's been married twice. This isn't a dig at her, but she's been married twice, and and once in Barbados and once in Las Vegas. So I haven't been at you know, um, they were always off on skiing holiday. I mean, I went to a few, but I was always packed off down south to my dad's when they wanted. You know, I. I I get it because they were newlyweds in their twenties, and you know, but you know, um, but around the time of about uh, oh, and I lost my finger in 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 uh, in between it as well. How fell out of a tree, so I was always out. Yeah, so that's that really hurt.
2: So you were climbing a tree.
0: Yeah, uh, collecting conkers, as you
2: do conker fights.
0: Yeah, yeah, we used to have them. Now, <laughs> now it's all yeah different. But and then the branch snapped, and and there was telephone, and I ripped it off. A te- what a telephone wire? Yeah, like a, uh, like, like a telephone wire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get telephone. what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, so and I reached out for it, and it took my finger. Off. <sighs> like a wire. Like yeah, like, like a strong y- wire. Yeah, yeah, wire. yeah, wow. And then, uh, and then. This was when I was about 30 to 12, 13. But when I, la- when I landed, I landed on my knees, apparently, and my knees went into my chest, Ooh. so I couldn't breathe. And then I got up and passed out and hit my head on the wall. So I don't remember but my mum said, when, when we were in hospital, they thought I was on drugs because I'd hit my head, I had a really bad concussion. I was like, over here, mum, on my head, son, and all this, like trying to play football. And they were trying to hold me down with my finger hanging off.
2: They try and put it back on.
0: Well, they would if it wasn't so young. They would have just chopped the whole lot off. because It was about that badly broken. But it's strange, isn't it, that they only caught that one? Yeah. Instead of because you wouldn't grip with that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fall down going like that, would I? What are you doing with that finger? Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. It's good for that though. When people, people are not, <laughs> just give us And then they're like, huh? <laughs> so well, who
2: found you? Like were you with mates or anything?
0: Uh Yeah, but then this this older geezer from school. uh was going to smoke some weed, and then he he held my finger on for about half an hour till the till the ambulance came. That's good of him. Yeah, Aaron, his name was brilliant bloke. Yeah. yeah he was, and then he was like taking my cigarettes and that, saying no, not 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 robbing me while I was, but he was doing me a favour. He's like, you don't want your mum to find them, do you? I was like, yeah, go on, take it all. Good lad. Yeah. Good lads. So yeah, yeah, good stuff. Thanks, Aaron.
2: So it sounds like your lifestyle changed from when you were in Kent. You moved down to the southwest. You you were yeah. You know your mum was making the best out of life. She was yeah. in with this man. He sounds like he's doing quite well. I mean, when did it change for
0: you? It was more like my mum. She was uh, she deteriorated really badly. Like her mental health was going wafty. She was like uh like. One day I came home from school and she was slumped over the kitchen table with Valium everywhere. And I, I should never have told her this, but I carried it with me for a long time. And you remember before I said about, just seems like they did, they were just, they didn't really, I was an inconvenience. So when I picked her up, I walked her upstairs and I said, um, she said to me, I said, Mum, what are you doing? You're not at work. She was like, it's all your fault. If you weren't here, you'd love me. And I was like, Oh. And then and then uh but years later, um I got drunk and I was like Mum because I had massive resentments towards my mum which I've which I built on like, I've, I've made peace with them when I went to rehab and i got a sponsor we talk about them. Um but uh so she denied it for two weeks. So not I'd never said that. And then one day she rang me up and she said to no, that I, I did say that, but it wasn't aimed at you. But yeah, that that was really uh really that, that, that uh that was a quite hard thing to take. That really, when um when she's all like all I had, do you know what I mean? I'd, yeah. So, but I don't blame her for that it, it, because I always think mental abuse is worse than physical abuse. That's the one that takes the toll, and I think that's what she was getting. She the day we left, one day we left. And he was sat in the front room, we just packed a load of stuff and went. And that was she never saw him after that. I did. I went to see him in a pub in, in Rygate, that's where he moved. I just said, What well, you what what you don't th- when I was about in my twenties, when I was a bit older and a bit more uh, you you know what I mean, you can't knock me about now, sort of thing. I said, uh, you're perfect. you think you can do that to my mum? He started crying. I just went, You're a fucking mug. Just walked out of the pub.
2: So how did he used to knock you about? Well, well
0: he only really done he only, he only really done it once when, because um, I think my mum was smoking a lot of weed, so she was a bit stoned all the time, and I remember one day she was downstairs. She was either too scared, because, but I really wanted to watch this TV program. Everyone we used to talk about it in tutor the next day, so, and he said, "Oh, you have got to turn that TV off." so i turned it on really low and then he shouted out you better turn turn it off and i was like no i'm not doing it and he came running up the stairs so i jumped up tried to shut the shut the door but he kicked it open but it but cuz he knew i had school the next day he didn't punch me in the face just punched me in the stomach mm. and then I, but i was screaming for my mum oh, this is going to sound really bad about my mum because she's not a bad person yeah. she's she's, uh, she's she's had a, you know but uh yeah I was screaming for and she she just didn't she just sat down in the front room just facing the TV. I think she was just too stoned. Or
3: just
0: struggling with the relationship. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Well, she was, it was like she wasn't even... I mean, she sent me away to my, my friend Grantley's once because she wanted to hang herself in a banister. But she knew that I would come home from school because it was punishment for him. She was that... She was angry because he was cheating on her and all sorts of stuff. I think she even told me that he was watching child porn <sighs> and, and 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 all sorts... She found stuff, stuff like that. He was going on my MSN. Do you know? Do you remember MSN? Yeah. Like, like stuff like that. Um, just, it was just a complete, like, I just, I felt like I was losing my mum. Uh, it was because she's gorgeous, My mum is like, and she just wasn't. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, I she, I think she even said that he he invited the woman he was cheating with round for dinner. What with her? Yeah, and she cooked dinner. It was all, it's a weird old turnout, and I wasn't privy to the audit information. I, I don't really want to know now, but what I saw was bad enough. So I, so basically, we rang up my granny and said, we've got to come home. And we just, i, I just finished my GCSEs, and uh, one, I, I had first day of sixth form. Next day, I was gone. Never got to say goodbye to my friends or anything. I still kept in touch with few of them, but yeah, we were back, and then we were back in Maystone then. Yeah. With my granny, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but I had to, otherwise, my mum wouldn't have survived that, like, you know. It was, uh, yeah, it's quite, you know, to see her like that, it's a bit, you know, a bit naughty, really.
2: So, what was life like for you guys back in Middletown? Well,
0: I was back with Liam, was not I? <laughs> yeah. And my dad was about, you know, it was all right, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah I went to college, and then the best thing in the world—the best thing that's ever happened to me—happened. My mum got back with my dad, and they had a little girl called Imogen, who is my angel in the dark. I feel like oh she's she's so amazing. She's twenty now. She goes to Bristol Uni. She's like she's so clever and she does she she fights for for prisoners with mental health and stuff like that, and she. <laughs> Oh, I'm getting a, I just love her loads. She's. I call her the angel in the dark. She, when my mum bought home, she was like a fat little hairy ball, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I thought my mum had bought a cat home. But she had. We used to call her the mittling woman because she had elastic. Like the, yeah, the elastic the chubs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love her. Yeah, and um, she's like my, you know, she's like my my best friend, and I'm so happy for her. And do you know what? My mums are really good with Imogen. They're, they're, they're like that. Um, and, and, and if I had to go through all that so Imogen didn't have to, I'd fucking do it all again. Do you know what I mean? So it was worth it. Do you know what I mean? And what an amazing young woman she's turned out to be. Uh, I felt really bad when I went to prison. She was 14 and... Um, I, I tried to tell my mum that I went travelling. Tell her I went. She's not fucking stupid, you know. So, <laughs> but now she she, she does cr- criminology. So she she's done. She she works for probation. She she help. She goes talk. She went into prisons and interviewed prisoners about their mental health. Are you all right? She's campaigning for treatment rather than punishment. Like just, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was at college. um, uh, Is it all right? Yeah, do you all right? So life was settled for a while. Yeah, it was all right, yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, it was all right, yeah. But then, yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to think during that time because that was was right on the cusp of before the craziness happened, you see.
1: How old are you at this point in the story then? Like 18?
0: 17, 18, yeah. So you've gone back to college. Yeah. Life was so, you had your little sister. Yeah. Um, But my mum split up with my my dad and then... See, my gripe with my mum isn't what happened back then in growing up because she'd done her best. My resentments lied with what happened after because I felt like if I'd have had more support, I mean, look, I made my own choices, but they weren't—they weren't made easier because she split up with my dad. She decided to move up north because my granny had moved up north now, um, and she was going to leave me behind. And I wasn't ready because I was still in college, um, and and I begged her to take me with her uh, because I, all my family had moved out of Maidstone. Then I was the last person. I, I mean, I had friends, but it's not really the same, is it? And I don't think I was ready to, you know. I think I was about 18 or something, and remember uh, taking me around to a, a bed sit to look at. And I looked in it, and I said, "Oh, it's more like a crack den than a bed sit." And I just came out and just cried and said, "Look, Mum, I, I can't. You know, can you just take me with you?" And she said, "No." Before that, she was always mentioning, "Oh, why don't you join the army? Why don't you do this?" And and it's just a bit like, so I felt that. So, uh, yeah, and then she left, and then, so, yeah, and then, and then, uh, met, well, met, 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 um, my real dad, which was a really bad decision, actually.
2: How did that come about?
0: Well, um, my mum found his, his mum's address, so I went around there, and then she's, and then, so met, um, it's just I wish I hadn't because I was always, so I was, so I had all this stuff that I still hadn't dealt with from what happened with my mum's husband and all that stuff that was all locked there then my mum and then and I met this fucking dickhead and then and then in the midst of it because I, I I was never into drugs never really liked smoking weed like I remember one day uh there was a, a guy at school, he was supposed to stay at my house. Someone offered him a bit of speed and he went to take it. And I went, you're going you to have that, are you? He went, yeah, I am. I said, we well, don't fucking stand at my house. Like, I really, but one night I was out and this guy offered me a line, that I knew through mutual friends, offered me a line of cocaine. Sniffed that and I thought, wow. Mm. All my negative thoughts about myself are now positive thoughts. I, this anxiety that I've got is completely gone. I, you know, this is amazing. And then, so it started off as a social thing and then very quickly became unsocial where you're doing it on your own and stuff like that. Um, and when, so so I was meeting Gavin and he'd, he'd not turn up or turn off his phone and I'd be waiting for hours, so just stuff like that. But... I managed to meet my, meet my little sister, Jess. and This is strange, actually. Before I knew I had a sister called Jess, I was driving along the road one day, and there's a little girl, make, she'd made her own cards. She must have been about 10, and she was selling them on the street. And I, and I drove past and looked at her, and she looked at me. I thought, that's weird. And a year later, that was my sister. Oh, wow. Yeah, Jess, yeah. So, me and her were building up a relationship, <coughs> and I said, Whatever happens to you, me and your dad, you know, you're always my sister. Um, like, she used to ring me at night and say, Oh, oh I'm really upset. I was like, what's, what's happened? Do I have to get the boys in the van or what? And i have to... just kissed my friend and all <laughs> this, like, you know, sort of that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, and then, and then, uh, so, but then my mental health was get, I I just was, I could feel myself just going, Downhill, and Gavin was making me ill, it, cause it it, it 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 used to make me feel like I was a I was a little boy, like I was just so trying to impress him. Okay, and then he, he used to talk to me like I was a fucking little div, like just like don't call me dad, and I. But I was just like oh, I've got. Like, I remember I got him a present for his birthday, and I, oh, I got you. I don't like it. Oh, okay, you're right.
2: Well, he didn't like his own presence? Yeah,
0: and stuff like that. He was just, he's just—he's a horrible bloke. Do you know what I mean? Just—it was just. I wish, you know, the only good thing to come out of it was like, I met Jess. But then the day I told him I can't see you anymore, like it's—you know—it's it. You know, it's, he he, he just—he was just hoping one that I just disappeared and I'd never have come found him. He's got his own family, and it's like, but um, uh. And, but what he done was, he told Jess, my sister, that I wasn't even her brother. That I'd had a DNA test done when I was little, which I did because I, the courts had to prove because he wouldn't pay child maintenance. But he's saying, so he says, I don't know who that bloke. And she texts me saying, leave me alone. You, I can't believe you've conned our family. And all. I was like, what? So I've never seen her since. Really? Last time I saw her was when she was about... 15th and then I, that that's why so then I tried I went I went around and tried to murder him I went to iron him out let's talk about that yeah bit of an extra because I'm not that you know but when you have a bit of Columbia naughty talk then it all goes a bit wafty really doesn't it like mm. so I was probably about 22 and I was charlied off me nut Playing around with a knife at home, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to go and iron him out then. going to go and kill my own dad. Fuck it, he deserves it anyway. <laughs> um, I know, it's, it's just crazy though, isn't it? Because my mental health, along with cocaine and then all this psychosis bollocks that was going on, like seeing, seeing lamp posts as witches and shit like that. Ooh, you know what I mean?
1: So, was there a build up to this mentally then? Like, well, with the I drugs?
0: Think I, well this, this is a thing that I spoke to Paul about. Yeah, like, I think, because with with mental health usually comes addiction, with addiction usually comes with mental health. So, this, to, I, I maybe I always had it, but this cocaine was accelerating it to like, you X know. Level. Yeah, do mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
1: So, what kind of consumption rate were you at and what kind of side effects were you experiencing? Um,
0: well, I was seeing stuff, like having hallucinations. Um, one time I thought the BBC were doing a documentary on me and they were watching me through my phone. So about five in the morning I threw, I know <laughs> I threw my phone out the window, ran round to my dealer's house, kicked the back door in and he was just asleep on the sofa and has gone, ''Fuck it, oh, what's going on?'' ''I'm on the bloody news.'' Fucking satellites, and it was like, what the fuck? And it, and then like, uh, it's just mental. And then I started sniffing whiz off his f- floor from the carpet, like just turn on the fucking nose. go on the internet, Google me. I'd, honestly, it was like, yeah, that was one. Yeah, that was, was that actually
2: whiz on his carpet, or was that hallucination?
0: Oh, I don't know. Now I know you say
1: it, it probably wasn't. <laughs> I don't know what that was.
0: <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And did you, is this when you split yourself in two or was that later? Oh, that was,
0: yeah, I split my, yeah. Yes. Just, 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 yeah. I mean, I was walking up the road with with a mate and then, like, and then I was saying, he knows. He does know. And I was like, what? And then he knows. But you don't know, but he knows that you know. Just tell him he knows. And then I'm like, so I've gone to my mate, do you know? And he's gone, know what? You know, don't you? Don't fucking me about it, you, you know. And then he's gone, you're weirding me out, mate. I'm going home. <laughs> but yeah, so just, it was just, uh, I wasn't enjoying it. I was, uh, you know, the first line, I'd, I'd be like, I'm oh, loving it, you know? Yeah, I'm the man, I'm going out tonight. And then the third, fourth, I'm fucking hiding behind the sofa, like a cat out the window, <laughs> paranoid as fuck that someone's coming around. And that's the thing, I was twitching. If your phone goes, it, it, honestly, it's horrible. It's horrible for me now. I, I couldn't think of anything worse. Like I'm.
1: When you split yourself in two, didn't you, one of you stay and one of you go somewhere?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, what? that was when I'd done the arm robbery, yeah. so oh, that's later. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah,
1: okay. so yeah.
2: So how did you come up with the idea to- Oh yeah, it's just-
0: yeah, Go just to your thought, dad? She thought I got nothing on. Might as well just go and iron him out, yeah. Just pop round there now. Yeah, that's the thing, that's my, yeah. Uh, so I just walked round there, had some headphones on. I think I was listening to a bit of Metallica. And then um just walked round his house. Got a massive farmhouse. And uh I think it was about midnight or something like that. And um he's got he's got like uh, you know, like stable doors. So yeah. you open, you open one and the other half. So I knocked on the door and waited up and I had the knife behind my back and I was like and then I was like, and then he um Leaned his little bald head out. No offense, <laughs> And then uh, he went, no one wants you around here. So I was like, well, come out, come out here and say that. Come on, mate. Come out here. Come talk to your son. And then he's like, just go away. But as he said that, like, in the moonlight, it, I, it caught his jugular. And I thought, that's my target there. So I whipped the knife round and went. I went, because I, I must have been back here to there. Yeah. So... Uh, Two steps and that's it. I'm jabbing him. And right in the net. i was just gonna. And then, but then, i it's, it's. like a higher power because I believe in this higher power thing. Because I would have been. I'd have been still in the shovel now. You know what I mean? Um. But Jess, my sister, just turned on the lights to <coughs> see what was going on. So she'd look down, and I thought, oh, I can't murder our dad in front of her, can I? So I just said, oh, get you next time and walked off. And what does he do? Pissed his pants, probably. I don't know, but... He saw the knife? Yeah, he saw the knife, yeah, yeah. Uh, Did he report it? I think he's reported me a few times, yeah, I think, but, yeah.
2: And he didn't come around for you? No.
0: No? No. So I don't know where... I don't don't actually know whether he did or not, but I know he has a couple of times, but I've... The thing is... I know it sounds bad, But he don't deserve that, does he? Really? But still, I just. What happened on the other occasions that he reported you? Uh, Well, one of them, I was just outside his house, and he said he was going to ring the police. But um, I've never had them come round or anything like that. It's just what. Maybe he's just saying it because, you know.
2: To get rid of you.
0: Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that would have that would have been a life changer for both of us.
1: When we wake up in the morning, we get out of bed, and we start our day with Koro Snacks. Koro is a healthy snacks brand focusing on bringing additive free natural ingredients to the customers with fair prices in bulk packaging. They have everything from nut butters to free from baking ingredients, to cooking essentials, and of course, the snacks. Look what's in this gym. It's the vegan power mix from Coro.
2: So we have a mixture of nut canals, dried fruit, Keiko nibs, soy crispies, and hemp seed hold. What
1: are these little red ones? Hey. Look at this, really.
2: Mmm. Mmm. That's good.
1: Fresh and healthy. So, what makes Coro special in comparison to others? Coro's quality management team carefully and regularly reviews the quality of their products. For a 5% discount on Coral's products, use the code TRUECRIME, with no space in between true and crime. The link to Koros online shop is in the description box on YouTube. Thanks for supporting our sponsor. Mm -hmm. So as you're walking away from that scene, what's going through your head? Uh,
0: Well, I'm still... I haven't got any rational thoughts because I'm still Charlie Loughman. I just thought, oh, well, I I didn't think of anything of it, really. It was just one of them things, but... Yeah, I can still I can still remember him like just leaning out like that and saying them words. No one wants you around here. That's what he said. But that's I, honestly that that time in my life, I was just I was just uh, just just it was just like my, I, I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's just demented. Just looking back on the things. Um. How are you
1: financing your coke consumption? Well,
0: that's that's that's. A, I, I was always working, but whether I was doing window cleaning or stuff like that, but I'd never have I'd never have any money. I was in loads, getting into trouble, so, you know, sort of like that sort of thing.
2: So, did, were you doing any naughty dealings to get your?
0: Um A few here and there. Yeah. You know. What like? Uh, don't know whether I can say really because I don't want to end up. It's in the past, isn't it? Yeah, avoid um, that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But then, so, but I, the thing is, my mum said to me uh, that she always used to wonder the situations that I would get myself into, people that I was hanging around with, and stuff like that. And it, looking, it, I mean, one day we were, I was driving down the road with these couple of fellas, and they stopped at a petrol garage. Someone owed them one of them money. And he filled up his car with petrol and then filled up a 500 ml bottle of coke and he said come we're we'll going around this this bloke's house and when we went around we went round this flat and this guy wouldn't answer so this guy went round the back and then came to the door and let us in and he just basically poured petrol all over him the 500 ml flicking matches at him and it gave us it was just but it's it's like a CD the drugs well, it's like a seedy... And, and I'm and i not that sort of bloody person.
2: So, sorry, you and your friend went around this guy's house?
0: It just, I wouldn't say a friend, just a Bradley. person I know through sort of doing coke, really, don't know what I mean?
2: And your friend poured petrol on him and
0: started flicking matches? Yeah, Did yeah. he owe money or something? Yeah, he owed money, yeah. yeah. It's quite a nice flat as well, actually. Did it light?
1: No. No. But did, did they get the money out of him?
0: I think he paid like a week later, yeah. But it was just... Yeah, um, I had a bare knuckle fight randomly. Uh, I I just one this one dealer I owed him a little bit of money, and I just decided that I didn't want to pay him. Just thought I don't want to I don't don't want to pay him. So uh, he said, "You can come down here and have a fight then." It's like, all right. So I went down there to a car park. Everyone was standing in a circle. Uh, we had a fair play, man. I got weighed in and then went home. But <laughs> that was, you know, just just a Tuesday night. It's bad, isn't it? It's just, yeah. Did that squash the debt? Yeah. yeah. Kicked me on the floor a couple of times. I said, does that mean I win? Because <laughs> it wasn't fair play, was it? No. So actually technically I won that fight. Technically? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, that's all right, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, he squashed it. He said you could... Silly bollocks! Silly. And how much roughly was the debt? It was only about forty quid.
2: Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs>
0: just yeah, just uh, silly like, like because I I I have this uh, impulsive nature. Like me and my girlfriend and her dad were in an antique shop in uh, York the other day, and I had this undescribing urge to just run and jump through the window. I don't oh. know why. It's just I, but I obviously I didn't. But yeah, I just just really felt like. I said to to Savannah, I said, I I just had a mad thought then. I wanted to run and jump through the window. Yeah. But, yeah, so uh, my 20s was a bit, um, that's the thing, putting putting yourself... And talking about putting yourself into situations. So this is going to be quite uh, quite hard to sort of describe, but um, so... When I went to rehab, um, we had to read our life story and um, I said something out loud for the first time ever. Bearing in mind I was in rehab when I was 35, I'm 37 now. And this incident occurred when I was about 25, so I kept it to myself for ten years um still quite hard to say out loud now but really feel like if this can help someone that, that maybe it's happened to them then um uh so I am. Um, I was at, I was, I was at, uh, I was at a pub with some people. Then went back to. There was a girl, and a bloke, both the people I knew from the pub. I was in bed kissing the girl, and um, I passed out. And when I woke up, I was in bed with this bloke. And when I turned around. Uh, he was he was looking at me like and I, um and I could just tell that I'd been raped. Um I didn't tell anyone. I um and I, I, and when I close my eyes sometimes I can still see his uh see his face like the way he was just smiling. I didn't tell anyone. I got up. I cleaned myself and then I went and played football like I did on every any other Saturday afternoon. Um, tried to tell myself that, like, uh, it's just one of them things that happened. It comes with being a drug addict or, you know. But I know it did really affect me because when I read it out and that life story I burst into tears um yeah so and actually I said this on the Paul Stantley podcast as well um and actually an amazing thing happened where a guy I knew in prison got in touch with me obviously I won't mention his name and um said that a similar thing happened to him and now he's gonna go to the police so yeah. what an amazing uh thing just to help one person but um i sent this guy a message on uh i on, on on uh i'm i'm on, on facebook like a couple of years like i don't know it's just maybe like a couple of years after and said, I know what you've done to me. And he just sent back a, a, uh, smiley face. So I think I was looking for like a acknowledgement or something. but
2: Or oh, an apology.
0: Yeah, well, maybe. Uh... So, um, try not, Try not to let it affect, it does sometimes, though. Like, uh, I can't help it. It's like, it's always sort of there, really, and I... Because it's a... It's a bit, not like toxic, toxic, toxic masculinity. Masculinity. But it's like, it's a bit embarrassing. I know, I know, and but for a bloke to, you know, it's just, uh, yeah. It really wasn't your fault. Yeah. Um, but I put myself in sats. See, um, I've asked my sponsor about, because cause I, I'm in recovery for a cocaine addiction, I don't do... Cl- do cocaine anymore, and I have a really good sponsor, um, and every resentment because I have a massive resentment towards this guy. Um. Uh, but but it the rules are not really the rules, but when you go through resentments, you have to see your part in it. And I said, but Kev, well, what's my part in it? And he just said, Well, it's the life you lived. Like you but that's it's a hard one to because you've almost got to forgive someone. Yes. So how do you uh, do that?
1: With great difficulty when something is of that magnitude because even though what you're saying is correct because if you you've got that negative energy in your head, unless you forgive them. Personally, you know, I'd want that person to be, well, I can't even say on YouTube yeah, what yeah, I'd want to yeah. do to that person. But you said, you know, earlier on you had a role in it, but that person is a predator. Yes. Yeah. You were spiked somehow. Yeah. You couldn't have comprehended that that was going to happen. So you can't blame yourself. You can accept it's happened and try and move on. But it's not your fault, there's no way it's your fault, and this person should be in prison yes. yeah
0: yeah and 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 uh I'm not saying this for all police, but after the when i when I done the podcast with Paul, I did get in touch with the police and um they told me to ring one one one
1: and it's like Quite.
2: you felt it like didn't yeah
1: give you the, yeah, what we've learned on this channel is the police. In some cases, people have been fobbed off for years. Yeah. We had one person it took a 35 years, six reports of the police. Yeah, see. Mm. And some police are all over it. Mm. It's just completely random and hit and miss. It seems like each police area has got a different culture, different yeah. priorities. And this is something we're campaigning, that across the board, the police go after these people because they yeah. cause so much mayhem.
0: Yeah.
2: They destroy people's lives. Yeah. I don't think, you know, the actions we're going to talk about further on... Might not have been
1: committed. Or, or, or,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a contributing factor. I think.
2: Yeah, it's a
1: massive mm. factor. It is, through these interviews we've learned that this is childhood abuse or sexual abuse is the root cause of most crime.
2: Because
1: mm. mm-hmm. people want to get in drugs because they don't have to deal yeah. with it, yeah. and then to yeah. finance the drugs, criminality. Yeah. If it isn't yeah.
2: criminality,
1: it's suicide. Yeah, mm. and a lot of them commit suicide as well. Yeah. Mm. And these predators don't get hardly any sentences?
0: No, I know, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I, do you know what? If anything would have ever happened to my little sister and I'd found out that they'd already been charged with an offence before and let out, able to do it again, I don't know what I'd do.
1: Yeah, it's best we don't see on YouTube. No, no. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah.
0: I um, would feel the same. So... Yeah. Do you know what's a really strange thing? Like, sometimes I think, because uh, now I've said it out loud, I can't take it back. And it was sort of mine, even though it was hurting me, it was sort of mine, and like, sort of like, you know, does, does that make sense? Like, so, did you never tell any of your friends? Never feminine? told a soul,
1: yeah. No. Well, people bury trauma. And until they let it out and talk about it and get help it's it's like you've got your demons, and those demons are just going to be active, aren't they, yeah, yeah, until it's... you work through it, and a lot of people i mean you've got the bravery to go in and talk about it, yeah, on camera to a lot of people, yeah, we salute you for that, and that means you've you've faced your demons and you're working through that now, yeah other people that don't, yeah. They just spiral into addiction or commit suicide like Jen said.
0: Yeah, I'll take that's the thing. Like I wanted to say this on here because there might be someone like even if it's just one person, like like from whatever the Paul Paul Stampsie podcast that I done was successful because one person was able to say, That's happened to me. I'm going to the police.
2: You you do know there's many, many victims who've been through abuse, yeah. rape, who, like yourself, kept it inside. Yeah. And, yeah, they might watch this and come forward and actually get the help they need to have yeah, a happy so, fulfilling yeah. life instead of keeping it inside. Yeah.
0: So you're doing wonders. Well, I, well me and my cousin Liam, we, we we looked at maybe hopefully setting up a, a forum where people, because it's hard to talk to, it's hard to know who to talk to. Who's the right person? Your mum, your sister, your best friend, a stranger, a therapist? Who? So, um, and we're actually going to uh, call it Mind Your Head, which would be quite cool, wouldn't it?
2: Mind Your Head?
0: Yeah, as in, like, keep your head in, like, Mind Your Head. Um, but unfortunately, a company in Scotland's got that name, so it might be something like Mental Wealth or something like that. But a forum where people can anonymously or like talk like with the same sort of issues talk and get responses from each other. Mm.
1: if you get that established we could link it below this video brilliant yeah so that's yeah. So.
0: Yeah. just just a sort of a uh, just a little safe place where people like can just pop a question in i'm feeling like this how and then anyone in the community can answer or that would be brilliant wouldn't it do you yeah. think did you feel back
2: then you had nowhere to turn to after it happened
0: I just, just, well, I don't know. I just kept, like, it's like a, it's like, a, I put it in the, buried it in the foundations of the house and uh, used cocaine as concrete. Just, you know what I mean? Just like, just, yeah,
1: like that. Sounds I'll, like you was in shock on the day and you just went yeah. through the motions. I mean, of I mean, playing I mean cause, soccer.
0: Yeah, because I was, I was official banter man at football. So I was you know I'd turn up oh, right, like that and then that day I I must I, I think someone said to me Are you all right you're a bit quiet
2: oh yeah I'm fine autopilot
0: yeah that's it yeah yeah yeah
1: what about the next day
0: I don't I don't do you know what I don't know probably got on it probably just
1: getting more coke yeah just mm. self medication
0: yeah because the the, the the thing about cocaine is it numbs your feelings that's what and then you, I've never had, well, because I always have no. Neg- even now, I, 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 obviously I suffer from the mental health now, which I'm, I, but I have negative thoughts entering all the time. You put a bit of cocaine in these negative thoughts. Fo- like, so I so say, say for instance, my thought is, oh, "I'm really ugly." Well, have, have a line of cocaine. I'm the best looking bloke out there. Do you know what I mean? It, that's, you know, that's why it's 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 a dangerous drug, sir. It's a full sense of confidence. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. You know. So, yeah.
1: So how long did the binge last?
0: I Do you know what? I, do you know what? It's really strange. I remember going to football, but I don't remember anything after that.
1: Like, you just went
0: deep. I don't even remember years after that.
2: Can you remember snippets? Because I found in my heaviest years of drug, drug abuse and alcohol abuse, I have so many memory blanks. But, yeah. I can't yeah, remember small snippets. But I
0: don't know which matches, which year, or which month. Mm-hmm. Or des- honestly, between I'd say the heaviest abuse from twenty-four to thirty. I. I couldn't tell you. It's just if existing. I had to have an alibi for where I was in that time, God, it could be. It could. I could have been in about. I don't know. I just. I. I wouldn't like today. I don't know. What a waste of, it's, it's just existing, you know. So were you just and the people oh, you hurt along the way, your family, and because they, because I tell you what, when I when I was when I was in rehab, I tell you, you won't mind me mentioning this, but this guy's mum wrote a poem, and we all read it out. Oh my god, about how even though he was going through his addiction, she was as well. His mum. Even though she wasn't taking any or drinking, and it, and one 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 uh, sentence in it was like, "You're on a one-way ticket to hell," and I'm right there behind you. Oh, I broke my heart that, and then I just thought of my mum, my sister, and you know, just terrible. Yeah.
1: So in those years then, that's a blur. Yeah. What can you remember coming out of that blur as the next major incident in your well, life?
0: Well, this 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 is this. Uh, um, when I was uh, in Christmas, uh, Christmas 2016, I was just not really mentally well. I went to the doctors and said, oh, I'm not right. Something is not happening. I don't know. And he said, oh, I'll go and see this lady down the mental health unit. And she was, She just put me on a set of scales, put me in Pembury Hospital for 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 five five days and they didn't even know why I was there. They were like, I just had a drip on me. So five days had come out. So I carried on. I was doing roofing at the time. And I had a I had a work I had a work truck and in March 2017 I woke up one day, didn't go to work, didn't advertise anything on Facebook, didn't didn't tell anyone. Just decided that's it, I'm gonna go today. Um and then so I sat downstairs on the sofa. My girlfriend rang me at eight o'clock, like she usually does, my girlfriend at the time. Um I said, Oh yeah, like no race. Anyway, you have a good day. I went out in the truck, tied the hose pipes to the exhaust, put it through the window, sat down, put the engine on, listened to a bit of music, and Started to feel all warm, tingly, felt all nice. It was like, uh, like you just had a, a joint or something, just had a puff of a joint. And I I felt, thought about my sister and how she'd be upset for a little while, but kept letting her down. So, in the long term, it'll be better. And then, um, as I was just about, I remember just about to go to sleep, uh, because I, I've, uh, I've, 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 like, cried when I've been sad, but I've never actually managed to cry when I've been happy before. And for that split second, the tears were in my I was so happy that it was finally going to be over. Like, the, the, my mind would just stop on me all the time, and I just, that was going to be it, and I was free. And I remember saying to myself, I might have even said it out loud, I'm ready. Really ready to leave this world, and then next thing I got arrested because it was in a public place. So you, you, you can be arrested for trying to commit suicide in public, even though it was on the driveway. So how they, did you get found? They one of the neighbours rang. So yeah, they just they just came, dragged me out the out the truck, and arrested me.
2: Can you remember that?
0: Yeah. And then because I wasn't on drugs or anything then, right? no because I
2: thought you might have
0: passed out but no. well yeah well I'm, I'm, well I certainly remember being in the police car they took me to hospital to get checked out for carbon art poisoning whatever and then um put me in a mental institute like a mental thing for the night and I was just I was in a room I remember talking to Paul about this like they don't I was in a room with a chair. nothing else and then just i didn't know why i was there no one you couldn't see over the walls or anything like that it's basically a prison and then so i was sort of like saying that. and then all these nurses and doctors in white coats came around about three in the morning with with a clipboard and i said look i've got to go home i need to go to work tomorrow it's not i'm going to lose my job they just let me out and then i went home did they interview you or question you uh no just said, is that, what, is that what you want to do? I said, yeah, I just don't want to go home now. And then, so I've carried on, and then, and then, so my girlfriend's had enough of me. So one day I've gone to work, and I said, oh, do you want to go out tonight, go, a bit, go and get a bit of dinner? She said, I can't, I'm doing, a, I'm doing hair at home. So um, I was like, all right then. Carry on getting on the packet on a Monday, as you do. And then uh, my mate rang me and said, I've just seen your girlfriend walk into this pub with this geezer. I was like, all right, I'll go down there. Then. So I've gone down there and it's summer. This is this is July or, or, or end of June. And there's loads of people outside. There's like hundreds of people. And I've seen her there having tapas with some geezer. So I've gone bowling over there. like Just sat down like, you all right? she gone, yeah? I said, who's that then? And he went to stand up. He went, you sit down, mate. Come on. But, and I was like, look at you sat there like butter wouldn't melt and all that. And then and I caused a bit of a scene and everyone was looking over. So I said, Oh just fuck off then. and Walked out. So as I've walked out, I thought everyone was looking over like, and I'm feeling like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> like, like I just walked out of a bar. I thought I'd, I'd make a dramatic. drink. Anyway, there was a table full of, Full of gla- empty glasses. I thought I'd just pull that up, smash the glasses everywhere. So I went to grab this table, and everyone was looking at me, and it was bolted to the floor because <laughs> someone, so a load of people, tried to nick them a week before. So, so I was like, <laughs> and I had this laughing start, and I was, I just kicked a chair and went, yeah, and I just went, oh god, And then, what, what a moby, Um and then uh, yeah, I feel, I mean, it wasn't so dramatic, but. uh and then, so I, so I jumped in the car, and my mate's gone, what happened? I said, I've made myself, all right, tick, just go. And then ended up getting on it all, all week. Um, and on the Saturday, I was still at work, and went on a date with some girl. Uh, I'm sorry to that girl, actually, because the next day I got I was in the paper for armed robbery.
2: Well, do you want to talk us through that date? I think you told us about it last night.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> so i met her. And I'm like, just, I, I, just I, I was just looking at her like, all right. Yeah, and did, she was talking. I was like, I don't know what she's saying, but I don't know I fancy getting on it again. So I text my mate under the table and went, listen, come outside. And I, so um, I just waited till she went to the toilet and I slipped off, <laughs> jumped in the car and went, go. And then, yeah.
1: How had that date been arranged? Uh, God knows. Tinder?
0: Remember. Might have been, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know.
2: So first date. Nice First date,
0: yeah. Can't didn't, even, didn't even get any food. I couldn't eat nothing. So, yeah, just had a drink, yeah. I was just like... I, I don't know what she was saying, but I was just like... And I was in all my work clothes. I had a big old beard. I. She must have thought, God, I've been catfished. <laughs> <laughs> big time. But, yeah, and then... And then... Uh, so... <laughs> but but about two weeks before I was doing a bit of work on the East End set.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I did. I, I uh you Big know, time. Well, yeah, only doing air conditioning units, but still you know. But I uh I got really paranoid that Martin, you know Martin Fowler, he kept looking over at me. <laughs> I thought he I thought he wanted a dust up. <laughs> and then uh the one that plays Louise Mitchell, I went all goony in front of her. Because I went to because we, we, they all go in the restaurant at the same time. Yeah. So she was coming past, and I was in the yard. And she stopped me and went, "Oh, how's it all going?" And I was all like, "Yeah, uh, yeah, it's all right. Uh, um, how's it going for you?" Sort of thing. And then she was like, "Yeah, all right, yeah." So anyway, and I was like, "I've got to go." I, I, I completely melted. I, I, I went all like, "No," she must have thought, oh, the "Bloody hell, was that?" But yeah, and then uh, so anyway, the guy that I was working with. He knocked me for a load of money, so for the, for the job sort of thing. So I just went round and nicked his car. and um,
2: Nice motor.
0: A Mercedes, not, not like a nice one. Uh, left me bloody Calvin Klein bag in there as well, actually. Little man bag thing.
2: A man purse?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it was, it was a man's one. But <laughs> yeah, I left it in there. I was gutted about that because I had to give the car back because he rang my mum. And told her that, she, my mum rang me, and went, when she calls me Stephen, that's when I'm in trouble. So the first thing she said was, Stephen, have you stolen someone's car? I was like, no, of course, I don't know what you mean. Like, and then she said, just give it back. So he came round and then he started getting lemon about, I'm going to come round and do you and all this. So I was I was already scatty as a, like anything. So I'm walking around the house now with a knife in my pocket. And then I, like hiding in the garden, like a gnome. With a hat on, <laughs> like this, just waiting for him to come round. I mean, people must have been walking past, and I'm like this, just f- frozen like a gnome in the in the pond. It's really, it's just really irrational and strange. You
2: didn't have a what's it called a fishing rod. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> couldn't find
1: one. Hope you're enjoying this podcast. There's a word from our sponsor, Rocket Money. The other day, I had to cancel three Amazon Prime memberships. I had a personal on the UK, Amazon, US, Amazon, company account, US, Amazon, UK, Amazon. Do you understand how hard it is to cancel these bloody things? That's why Rocket Money makes these things so much easier, formerly known as Truebill. The app shows all your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. Just like with me with my four Amazon Prime memberships, you may find out you've been at least double-charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you've got to do is press Cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com forward slash Sean, S-H-A-U-N. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com forward slash Sean, S-H-A-U-N. Thank you for supporting our sponsor, Rocket Money. Link's in the description box. Cheers.
0: But, yeah, I uh, it was just, uh, yeah, I just wasn't, like, I mean, if you, if you were talking to me like this, I'd be like, oh, and that's what, so it was Sunday. I'd work on Monday. I thought, I've got to go and get, get a couple more beers because, you know, you're in a right two and eight, Stevie. You know what I mean? You're all like, but... I'd split myself in half, like, so half, because I thought, right, what you don't want to do is leave the house unattended, because if he comes around, so I said, Stevie, you stay here, and I'll go to the shop, and I even said, my, I went up to my flatmate and said, listen, I'm going to leave Stevie here, but don't worry, he's all right, I'm just going to pop up a shop and get a couple of beers, and he was like. What was Stevie, number one, saying to you going to the shop, was he all right with that? Yeah, because he was just going to wait and keep guard. Cool. So it was honestly I, but to me it was like it's like you're right about that Stevie, yeah, I'm fine mate yeah you, you, <laughs> you just look after yourself my flatmate was like what? yeah, and then so I've gone up the shop lovely sunny day I'm like do you know and then uh, so I've gone in i I've, I've I've gone in the shop um and I'm going, all right, and then i I've the, the beers were stacked really tight on there, and I, I was like trying to see. and I was like, I would put my hand in, and they just went all over oh. the whole beers. And then the manager came out the back and said, What the bloody hell are you doing? And apparently, i have been in there earlier and done exactly the same thing, and they just restacked them. Do you reckon that was Stevie number one? This, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, so, and I've gone, Oh, and you know, when someone's shouting at you when you're hungover or something, it's like, oh. I don't need this and then I felt in my pocket I still had the knife and this is my impulsive thinking I didn't even second thought it I just I looked round. Made, made sure there's no one in the shop just whipped out a knife well put the fucking money from the till in the bag then and then they're like what and I, went, the man, I said you fuck off out the bag put the money from the till in the bag and then so and I was like quicker quicker come on you know what I mean and then, and then I've paid for the beers. That I've t- so I took four beers. Said, you "Keep the change for that." And then just walked out. Like, what? What is that? You know, like, what, who does that? Like, you know. And I do feel really. I, you know, I, I I sent a letter to the people in the shop, and I hope they're all right and all that, because that's not really a thing. but but, but yeah. I, only went to, I literally just went up the shop to get some beers and I've come back, come back and uh, got the till. Like, it's just, you know. Then completely forgot I'd done it.
2: So you've gone back to the house?
0: Yeah. And Stevie once. Yeah, what did see, he say? What are you doing with that bunny? <laughs> 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 um, I don't... I, well, I rang my brother and said, listen, I just think I've done an arm robbery. He said, oh, just take the money, just get on a train and go. I was like, no, nah, be all right. And then and then I think I forgot I'd done it. So I was made Stone's Most Wanted for about half an hour. Yeah. But I was at home then. <laughs> and How much
2: had you nicked?
0: I don't know. I think they said, in, I don't really know, sitting in the police report, only a couple of hundred quid. It wasn't like... But then I was just outside in the garden in my shorts just having a beer and armed old Bill come from everywhere. And I was like, who are you, who, who are you here for? i went, like, you, you... F- and then give me a bit of a kick in and put me in the car. And then, uh, yeah, so, and I woke up and then I'm looking at eight years. That must have been quite a sobering thought. Yeah, oh, God. I mean, I have woke up in next door neighbour's gardens, like, just, but waking up in a police cell after doing an armed robbery and you're all over the bloody papers... And I went on a date last night with that girl, and I'm thinking, God, she's going to be like, <laughs> what? Who is that? I'm glad that, I'm glad he's slipped off. But <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, and it was just. Did they have CCTV? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, can, like you were cool watching it back and what you were acting like.
0: Yeah, it was, just, uh, it was all just surreal. And I was like, and the, uh, the brief they gave me, well, I, I would have got 16 years if he'd he just, I He I just kept looking at him, like, and he was like, I
1: don't
0: know. I'm like, well, you're supposed to advise me. Well, your solicitor was really quite
1: crap. Well, yeah. Public yeah. defender, was it kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. I was
0: like, what, what, do, you think, what do you think I should do? He's like, I don't know. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Bound to rights. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But, so, I'd, I'd, you know, look, um, <clears throat> I took responsibility for it. I thought, do you know what I said to myself? You've been living your life a certain way for so long. Now, you, you, you whatever's coming, you fucking own up and take it. Because, you know, it's not like, oh, I know we had a joke about it, but it's not, that's, not, that's not the right behaviour to do. I needed to be stopped, but but I did go to the, and this, this isn't justification, but I knew something wasn't right. I tried to get help. I tried to go to the doctor, I knew I knew something was was, and luckily I didn't do anything like proper. Like, well, I know that's not what I mean, but, but hurt yeah. someone.
2: That's really sad that it takes something yeah. to go to that extreme to get the help you need. That hmm. they didn't help you prior before, and I'm sure it happens with loads of cases of murders and uh, violent acts and armed robberies or whatever, all acts of crime. They'd probably gone to get help first, and then this is the product. Yeah, they? exactly. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the
0: thing. Yeah. So. So yeah, and then. Uh, so I mean, I mean, a shovel. Like, what was it like getting in there?
1: Which nick was it?
0: Elmley. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was a bit of, bit of a shock. Really, uh, I had no shoes on. Though. They wouldn't even let me put my trainers on. Um, but you know what really worked well for me. Because i have been on a bender for, like, ten days, I looked like an absolute state. So in the morning, when when usually the new the new boys get robbed, they took one look at me and thought, he ain't got fuck all. Not going to bother with him. <coughs> <laughs> all right, then, don't you want... <laughs> But, yeah, so... But do you know what? Prison can... You can... If you want to sit there and smoke spice all day until you get out, then you do that. But I wanted... I knew that this was like a a crossroads, a, a junction in, the, in my life where I was either going to continue like that for the rest of my life or I was going to do something about it. So I got involved with an organisation called The Forward Trust and got got onto some... They're really good, actually. I got onto some some courses. I um, really got involved in them. You know, I was doing... Just getting on with it really keeping myself to myself obviously lots of things but everyone's got prison stories you know what i mean so i
2: wanted to ask you that today i know you didn't really discuss them with our um, friend Stansby, but can we talk about a couple today you yeah, yeah soon yeah okay uh what do we... <laughs> i'll start
1: how was your first day settling in where well, you got to oh. sign what your cell was like oh god cellmates well, well well neighbors
0: well <laughs> so um when i so we, we, usually you go on the induction wing, but I was sent straight to Housebot 3 because I, they said, everyone got a drug problem? I was like, yeah, me. They sent me. So at night, we're walking down there and I said, miss, I, this is my first time in. Like, Because don't worry, what I'm going to do is put you in with two people. That it's their first night as well, so you'll be all right. I, she only said that to, to, so, to get me in the cell with no arguments and then shut the door. So these two geezers jumped up and they're like, oh, what you got for me then, brother, and all this. I was so tired by well, the look. Like. Couple of spanners. <laughs> yeah, like one of them looked like uh, the witch from Snow White. You know, <laughs> you know, that? You know that? And yeah, he goes, "Take my apple, take my." He, oh, I hated him. I hated him. <laughs> Later on, he tried to pay someone half a, half an ounce of backy to put a hit on me. Half lots of package. Yeah, but luckily the kids went, You've never got fuck all. So <laughs> shut up. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Yeah, mm, mm. the this long old face. Oh, I hated him. So what did you say when they said what have you got for me? I just said, Well, I've got a prison t shirt. <laughs> have it. And then just sat on I just went to sleep. And they went, When we when when the doors open in the morning, you're getting robbed. I was like, alright So uh, and when the doors opened, like I said, they just came in and went, it's not worth it. <laughs> so well, that, that was all right. And then... Uh, so when I, when I went out... And who, hold
1: on, who were they who came in? What did they look like? Oh, I
0: don't know. Just some fraggles. <laughs> Whatever you got. Um, yeah. But it was... When I went out, honestly, the noise, though, was just like... Non-stop. Yeah. They, as soon as that clock comes, they're like, oh, God, who's got this? Oh, I'll swap with this. Uh, I was like... I was like, what the f? Yeah, I, just, oh, I don't know. It was just, you know, but but like 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 we were saying last night, Sean, that, you know, me and you in, in prisons, we wouldn't, we're not really the type. But it's amazing how you, you adapt, your human instinct sets it. I mean, look, the people, I mean, do you know what? I read your book in prison and I thought, if he can handle it in here, I'll, I'll, this is nothing, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, it was just, uh, <laughs> It was one of them things. I, um, but yeah, I, because because I I don't pretend to be hard. Well, I'm not hard. I've had my nose broken nine times. I had a bare knuckle fight. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't exactly go well, did it? No. So I, I I just you know I don't I just just kind of some people just like narcissism, whatever it, nar- mm. narcissist. Yeah, that, yeah, them. I just but some of them were right. And actually, and then I uh, I set up a hair hair. Cutting business.
1: Before we go to that, yes. So they come in. All oh, right. They yeah. abandon you because there's no hope for. Sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you do next? Go to breakfast.
0: Uh, we don't really get. You get breakfast in the evening. Okay. Well, yeah, you get a tea pack in the evening with your cereal and that. So
2: what to have in the morning?
0: Yeah, but everyone eats it at night because everyone's starving, Marvin. What?
1: So you, so you come out your cell then when the yeah, doors open? Just, I'm what, just walking what,
0: around. What is it like a day room? No, it's like a you know like a long spur. A long
1: spur. So you got three tiers. Three tiers.
0: Pool table on the ground floor, and they just yeah. Sell. So who did you go? On, who were the first
1: people you talked to?
0: Well, I actually met, I actually met a geezer from Maidstone, mm. and and he was like, "You're all right on this spur, but just it's sea spur that's really bad." And next next day I got moved on fucking c spur. <laughs> <laughs> what happened on sea spur? Well, because because it turns out these two. The Apple one and the other one. The witch. Yeah, he, they were holding some naughty knives for some Irish gangster <laughs> and I didn't know about. So we got spun and the screws found all these knives and because I'd only been in there one night... You they got just, blamed. Well, no, they were, trying, they were trying to say... So so they just went, get him out of here, get him on Seaspur. <clears throat> so I had it all again.
1: So just, just take us through it slowly.
0: Uh, so the first day I'm on Seaspur... Um, I'm right. I'm just on my bed like that, writing a letter to me mum. Just minding my own business. Seeing you were travelling. Yeah, just yeah, just like oh, it's lovely like a good time in China. We- yeah, weather's really nice. <laughs> um, but and yes. then and then this geezer came in, winked at me, picked up a knife, walked out, done someone with it, and then came back in and put it put it back under the towel. And I was like, all right, never mind anywhere like. And then. He's come back, and this other geezer's come in, like two absolute units as well, and they start arguing because he's used his knife without permission. And then, and then I'm like... And then one, and it, one of them just bangs it, on oh, they're at it, like, and they're having a right old tear-up, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then, so, I, so I've waited. They're smashing each other again. So I, I, the door's over that way. I'm, I'm penned in. So so I've just ran jumped on the other bed and ran out of the cell and thought fuck I ain't getting involved in that so let them carry on so yeah it was just
1: what kind of things were they saying to each other
0: oh like well he didn't use he he uh, didn't use it with his permission
1: so you didn't use it with my permission
0: yeah you fuck why are you stabbing it. if I need my it, yeah life. if I need it and it ain't now what the fuck am I I
1: and what's the other guy saying
0: He's saying shut up brother I'll fucking bang you, like, <laughs> you do, yeah like all like that yeah. Yeah, matters. I just got good friends with one of them. He used to, he, he used to see someone in his cell, like who make him do stuff, like what? like yeah. He, he, he he's a really nice guy, but he's completely tapped. So, if he doesn't take his meds, he there's a there's, there's a guy that sits in his cell and says it to hurt people. Yeah.
2: A Voice in his head. Yeah. Was that the guy who took the knife or the guy whose knife got borrowed?
0: Knife
1: that got borrowed. Yeah, he wasn't
2: happy. You
1: didn't borrow his knife, did you? <laughs> no, <laughs> so no. So did he end up, your, he was your cellmate in there, was he? Or he was. No, they were just, just having it in that cell. Could did you have person. cellmates in there?
0: Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. One one of them actually, a uh, travelling boy called Wes, he was a really nice guy. He had really bad psychosis as well, though. He used to wander around at night and talk to the cell door. To him what? Like, get away from here. Get away from here. I oh, fucking. And once when I came in, he was shouting out the window, dad, dad, have a look at this fucking boy there. He's fucking out there doing all that. And I went, "Where's?" And I put my hand on his shoulder and he was comp- like, and he was like, I was like, Where's we're in prison. He was like, oh. He thought he was, I don't know, It's just, but he was a nice
1: bloke. Yeah. So that was one song. Like, did you have two?
0: Yeah, it was a three man bang up. God, that was a fucking nightmare. When you're trying to watch Corey and someone, oh, it's just horrible, yeah. but, um, But, you know, you just, your instincts sit in, sit in and you have just gotta survive, have not you? You
1: only got one meal in the, an evening, just.
0: <coughs> yeah, so 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 uh, you get um well you get you get lunch which is like a bread roll and a penguin. What? Yeah,
2: that's barely enough.
0: Well, I, I, yeah, I know, and yeah, that's why people that's why people are always hungry in prison because you don't you don't get enough. But I, I was I was um, sometimes you get a donut. It's all right, but. Mm-hmm. I, I was making um, roll-ups, like skinny ones. Prison then, roll-ups. Yeah, important. prison roll-ups and then buying people's donuts off them. So I could end up with about seven donuts over the next banger, which wasn't bad.
1: But did that make you a target?
0: Uh, well, by then I was all right because I had the hair cutting business and stuff like that. Tell us how you established your hair cutting business. Well, I just bought a pair of clippers for a tenner off, off Argos and, 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 and a big unit called Darren used to cut. To be able to cut hair, so when everyone got paid on a Saturday, like they got your canteen, we used to charge like a quarter of a backy for for Darren to do the haircut, and then we'd just split it, you know. So so we're, you weren't cutting the hair. I didn't. I just bought the clippers. You
2: were the the MD.
0: Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then I'd. <laughs> but clippers allowed. Yeah, you're allowed clippers. Yeah, you're just not allowed the scissors. With them, I
1: see.
0: But um, but I I do remember this this traveling boy called Ned came into my cell once and uh because it was a wednesday we only do haircutting on a saturday because if i do it on a wednesday then people take a haircut you know it's just us all getting money oh. so he came in and went i need to borrow your clippers he had slick back hair looked like fonzie <laughs> and uh he said uh, i need to borrow your clippers i went well it's wednesday to so you're gonna have to wait till saturday he's like no i need them now i was like well you can't have them now you have to have a haircut on saturday and plus, I don't do him anyway. Darren does. He goes and speak to Darren. He goes, "Wait there a minute." And he came back with two traveller mates. And he goes, "Give me a clippers." I said, "No." And he pulled out a knife. Like he had it in his waistband, like that. Showed it to me. I said, "Put that away, and we'll we'll have a fight in here." Because he I'm a traveller, not a mug. And then he walked off. But I, but the thing is, over me, I I never forget about these things. And um, you know, so. So f- three months went by and I was, was like, saying hello to him and stuff like that. And then one day I got back from the gym and I put prison clothes on, waiting for him to go in his cell on his own, ran round, kicked the door open. He was by the sink like that. I didn't tell anyone on the wing or anything like that because I didn't want everyone to bait out and waited for him to turn around because I didn't want to snake him and then just fucking punched him. But my whole hand went in his mouth because he didn't have... <laughs> So it didn't really work out because, and I punched him and it, because he had no teeth and that, it went in his mouth and then I had to pull it out. And then he, and then it kind of went a bit wrong because I fell over and then he got on top of me and then I was like, (coughs) what are you doing? I said, trying to headbutt him and that. He's like, what are you doing? Calm down. And then he ran out of the cell and that was it. So I didn't really do, you know. There was no repercussions of that move? No, he just thought, what was all that? about?" (laughs) Some Wally coming into it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But uh, you know, it was my little victory though. It's like, yeah, yeah. Just done ya. <laughs> <laughs>
2: did you ever see any chuggings in there?
0: Yeah. But I, I did see I did see one that was quite funny. Cause he because he, he didn't boil a kettle enough.
2: <laughs> <I'm> sorry. So <laughs> no, they're not funny at I all. Know, I know,
0: but no. he warm watered him. <laughs> so, so he just he just turned around and went, what was that? And he was just standing there with his job. Because <laughs> you, you have to really you have to hold the button down to do it, to really, because otherwise it's just warm water. And he'll just go like that. And someone will go, right.
2: Cheers <laughs> for the shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: I, see, uh, yeah, yeah. I, see, I see a couple of them. Um, but yeah. Any horrific ones? Um, yeah, but he got the wrong person. Because he chucked it over the landing and it was actually one of my mate's jacket. It went all oh that that was bad actually because yeah, that that went all that down I could see
1: it. Did yeah. it have the sugar in it? Yeah.
0: That was Aww. yeah, that luckily it didn't go on his face, but it went all down here, yeah. And he was just standing in a wrong bloody place. That's the thing, like the thing is with Elmley is it's quite because uh because you get such a such a mixture of people, like it can be and then very dangerous. Uh, we had a guy in there, my mate Paddy said, um, what, that guy over there, just just don't make eye contact with him because he'll be shouting all night and then he would be whizzing out his cell and then he just run around all the time. And uh, I remember the screw come up to him when he was sat on the pool table and he was like, why don't you write down how you're feeling? Gave him a pen. And he just looked at him dead in the eye and just went, stabbed it in his head like that and just dragged it down like that. He didn't stay on the wing for long, but he but he could have see see you know he could have serious he was in the wrong bloody unit. So yeah. Or I tell you what, I uh there was a geezer in there called Rambo. He was he was quite funny, but uh he kicked off in the chapel once because he thought the screw would call him a dickhead, but he didn't. He was just going, yeah, he was like, call me a dickhead. Anyway, I was in uh I was down the um you know when you see the doctor. I had a bit of a cold, so I went to see the doctor, and you, you get like thirty people in a holding cell. Rambo's in there, isn't he, with his with a, with a tank top. It was like a big unit, but he was like he talks like this. You wait, right? how you doing? You wait. Right? So to, uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, so people started disappearing, and Rambo's in there, and he's staring at me the whole time. I'm like, and then um, the last person's gone. It's just me and Rambo. But he's getting kicked out. He's he's going to he's going to the SEG, so they're waiting for. And he keeps going up, knocking on the door. Miss, I uh, want to go back to my cell, please. She's like, just can't, just don't worry. So he knows what's coming. And then I'm I'm sitting there like that. And then um, he's wearing a pair of shorts and a vest. And uh, he's just come up and sit, sat next to me and goes, do I look silly in these shorts." I went, "Hey, <laughs> really look, alright, mate. You know." Because don't look now, but how many screws are coming in? I went. There's three, two, and another two. He went, Right. I'll take the first three, you take the other one. And I went, I just went out and went, miss, I'll go back, I'll go back now. <laughs> But yeah, it was really funny, I really liked you. But like, yeah It's like, like we're all sat in we're all sat in a chapel. That and then like he's come in and I think it was Christmas. You go, all right, boys, yeah, it was shaking all around. All right, boy, I'm going to get a programme, and you get them off the screws. And the screw was just joking to his mate and go, oh, you dickhead. He goes, what? He goes, no, sorry, what's that, Rambo? He goes, well, he's just called me a dickhead. He was like, no, 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 he wasn't talking to you, Rambo. And he was just about to go mental. He's like, oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, if you get some characters in there. Um, I, I got a job in a library. Um so that was an ideal place for me because I read a lot of non-fiction crime books. So yeah, and I was always doing courses. Um Is that how so you,
1: is that how you found hard time?
0: Was it in the library? My mate Ginger Jamie lent me that. Okay. So yeah, and then and then I bought all three when I got out. Oh wow. So yeah, it was just it's weird, isn't it? That he just said Read that, yeah. and then and now here we are, yeah. yeah. So that was really, that. It, honestly, it really did. You know, in times when you're just feeling low, and it, and then no offense, but your situation was like, God, I'm Shit. glad I ain't. You know. <laughs> so yeah, and then you know, just it's what you make of it. My brother,
2: we were in the same prison the whole because you got sentenced. No, wait you served. Yeah,
0: so no, I, oh no, I got sent. I actually got sentenced to three years in the end. Three so years, yeah, to they reduced three. it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I went to Rochester. Yeah. Um, what well, still got? I uh, carried on working in a the library there, which was good. What? Well, how different was Rochester? Uh, it was alright. That, that, down in there, there's a lot of like London gangs because they were in county lines in Kent and stuff like that. So there was a lot of that, but um, I didn't mind it really. Because so much drugs in there. Yeah, because it all comes over the wall, you see. Was it
2: what sort of
1: drugs? Oh, all spies? sorts. All sorts. Do you see people yeah. wigging out on space mm.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and do you know do you know the weird thing is in Elmley they they were smoking busker pan, and it really fucked people up because people were like screaming like girls and that these two these two brothers, smoked some busker pan. What you know, busker pan? You know like for IBS.
2: What? Yeah, they, 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 irritable bowel syndrome, right? Yeah,
0: and they and, and and they were I don't know what they were doing with it, but they were crushing it up, and then smoking it, and then they were getting absolute. It was even these two brothers. Um, were smoking busker pan apparently, when they were banged up, decided they wanted to go out, so got dressed up, ready to go out clubbing, and then had a tear up because who, about who was paying for the taxi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like, it, yeah. and do you know what the funny thing is? The moment someone discovered that you could crush up a busker pan and smoke it, suddenly everyone had IBS. They were fucking <laughs> giving them to people. Like, fucking, yeah, they, were like, they were getting packs of them. Just everyone was nuts for weeks until they banned it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Yeah,
2: I've never heard that one. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. the prison stories I've heard. Yeah, like, busker pan. Yeah, busker pan.
0: Yeah, wow. So, I don't know who discovered it. My mate Darren, that unit, he was he was massive, like, and he smoked it and just went over like, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah.
2: Wow. They banned it pretty quickly then. Yeah, they did. They yeah, out, yeah, because
0: yeah. yeah, because they were giving it out like candy, <laughs> <laughs> just basically giving people free drugs.
1: Yeah. What about self harm, suicide?
0: Yeah, I, I. Do you know what? I, I know you're
1: not.
0: Um, the only time I've ever said something to a screw when I've been concerned about someone because if it if it's not your business, don't get involved. But there was there was a young seventeen year old on the wing and I felt really bad for him. His cellmates were bullying him. No, like he wasn't seventeen, so he's like but he he looked really young. Um and uh they were telling him that he, he had to hang himself and stuff like that. And he was just really struggling. He wouldn't come out of his cell. So as I was walking past one, I just said, Can you just keep an eye on thingy for me? because like, that that's all I can do. But yeah, I just felt like yeah, and he was yeah.
2: Do you know why they were bullying
0: him? Just 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 people do it because they're bored, yeah. I know, and they were just like all night to him, hang yourself and he'd go and sit in the toilet, and it wasn't very nice for him, really. First time, and and, and would, yeah. And the screws, did they do anything? Well, hopefully, mm. but that's all I can do is say, look, just of course, you know. So anyone
1: dying there uh, while well, you
0: were have... there? Yeah, one one guy that I was on a course with actually, it's really sad, um, and actually, it's a bad way to come out, of, like. To go in and never come out and to be out in a body bag. <sighs> because we were on social And they closed their spur down, but we could it was so undignified, they just they just carried him out in a in a black bag. How did he die? O D. Yeah. On what? Uh pre gabs I think and stuff.
2: Mm,
0: man. But yeah, and then just that was it. Clean up his cell, next morning. Someone else. Yeah. Bad though, isn't it? I felt really like no one should have that. You know, he was all right when we were on the court. He was quite a funny bloke. Um, But yeah, he's just too much.
1: Did you get any more fights in prison?
0: Um, Yeah, with... (laughs) A Scouse YouTuber, I come across him in prison. Um, I was like, God, what a Moby this guy is, I'm telling you. Um... I, so I worked in the prison library Um there's no screws about It's The, the boys can come in, they can read a the paper, they can write letters to their missus. They can do, they can write, just record stories for their kids and stuff. It's a nice, no, do you know what I mean? It, this geezer, who looked like his eyebrows were stuck on, came in and I didn't like his energy. Like he just, just walking in like that. And he, these two women that work there. As I say, they're not screws, they're 60 year old women just working in a library. And he's just, I was just watching him for a while, and like just leaning over, just trying to intimidate them. And they were, you know, they were getting quite upset. So I've sort of looked, what, what are you doing? Do you want to sit down? And then I just got a bit of lemon and, um, and then he's like,
1: oh, anyway. So I'd I do a scouse impersonation.
0: He's like, what are you going to do about it, mate? No, 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 I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. Yes. Yeah, who do you think you are? I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, I just I didn't like this guy at all. I thought, do you know what, he's a fucking idiot. I mean, who does that? Like, do you know what I mean? He obviously, he obviously got a problem with women or something. I just thought you just don't don't come in here and start doing that because it, it's not you, you. You don't cause grief in the gym or the library because it's a place. Look, you in you can come and just read read a book. Just take yourself out of it. Do you know what I mean? This dickhead wants to come in and start. I don't, know what, I, I don't know why he was doing it, mate. I, he's a bit of a bully. I've seen him like that, but he wasn't going to fucking do it to me. I And then, and then so, there was Macmillan cake day and some of the boys had made some cakes. And um, so I went down to the gym to buy a few. And when I come out, there's Scouse again walking down the road like that. And he's he knocked one of the cakes up my hand and it was one of them fucking cornflake ones. Like, then, oh, do you know what I mean? Oh, the best. I would, I will never be able to. So, so we had a bit of a, a two and eight, and then but then obviously like the screws jumped in and all that, and and he was like, hey, I'll get you, matey. But then, but <laughs> it, so since I come out, I see him all over the internet or whatever. I just thought you're a fucking idiot. And I see on one of his um, uh, like he just said if anyone's got a problem with me, they can message me, ask my number. So I thought all right then. So I said, all right, mate, can I have your number? And he, and like, you know what I mean? And he was like, no, and block me. <laughs> and then, and then I, I went for a mutual person and said, look, I'll have a fight with him on 3D Fight Club if he wants. And then, nothing.
1: So the challenge, is that still out there? That challenge for all future right. oh, 3D Fight Clubs? He's all wank, no spunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't I, you know what. He's a, he's a no mark, really. But I just, just oh, I just, seeing his videos. I thought, I, I, don't know, I don't, I don't like, I see, I see him trying to intimidate people and stuff like that. I don't like that in someone. Do you know I mean, he's a very yeah. snaky, weird guy. But anyway, uh but um no, I didn't, I, do you know what? I didn't really get in any, any proper scrape. Like, cause I just, I don't think people saw me as a threat. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't, you know, so I just, just quite funny and just a bit weird
1: and <laughs> you know just yeah what was the craziest fight you saw oh
0: uh well it, these dealers were on the wing right and they were like I didn't like one of them because he's a fucking idiot but and they were all in what three man bang up but one of them was undercutting the rest of the boys so they, so one day one of them ordered the other one to hit him with a bit of wood while he was asleep then the next day they kicked him out of the cell but this geezer don't fuck about, right? So, instead of running off, he stayed on the spur and for days he was walking round and they were going, we're going to take your canteen on Saturday. And it's was like, all right, all right, all right. We're going to take your canteen on Saturday. And it was like, what the fuck's this guy doing? He's like going to give his canteen. No, he fucking wasn't. What he was waiting for was his mates to come over from another block. They dressed up as cleaners one day and put on the gloves and that, and managed to get hold of a cleaner's top. So they've gone on, the screws let them on. They've gone weighted in one cell, like all charged up, like ready to, to iron someone out, basically. And then, so they've called him up, and as he's gone up, he's got he's got a knife under, like flicked flicked under there like that. So they've all jumped on the skis in the cell, and he's come in, flicked it around, and tried to slash his neck like that. But he's turned round, and he slashed all like down there like that, and he came out as claret. Oh, it's just Mayhem. For some reason, it always kicks off really badly on a Sunday. I don't know why. It, why? It, why it's why it's happened. What store
1: day? Saturday.
0: Saturday, yeah. But Sundays, everything always.
1: Yeah.
2: Is it ever store day?
1: Because that's debt settlement day, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Debt settlement day. You yeah.
0: so know what these two these two geese are quite funny. They were in debt all, all week, and then they come up with a plan that when they went to get their canteen, they'd have a fight with each other <laughs> in front of everyone. like you know, like this, like that, and then so they get dragged off down the sick. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was a... so
2: they wouldn't have to pay their debt. Yeah, they were yeah. like,
0: "What we'll do is we'll, we'll look as if we're going to get the canteen." And when we stand there, because I ain't got to fuck up. <laughs> we'll just stand there and go, and then we'll me and you will have a little little fight, and then we'll get off the wing, yeah.
2: And yeah. What happens when they go back on? <laughs>
1: oh, <that's> hard, don't <laughs> try and move around the yeah, system they to and, avoid yeah, who they owe the money to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they're oh. gone different house blocks or whatever.
0: Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Rochester was, wasn't too bad, and I was still engaging with Forward Trust. Um. Oh, and oh, yeah. So I had the keys to the library box so only I could open the library box on the wings and I was a red band so I could go around so I used to charge the dealers like a certain amount to go in my canteen to I didn't even look in the envelopes or anything but so when I opened the library box there'd be envelopes in there and they'd just say B -B wing cell 24 and I'd just go slip it under the door on on my rounds and stuff like that. What would you get for that? Well, just just money on your canteen. How much? Oh, so, well, just, just just a little bit. But but if you get like a few people doing it, and also that, that what they used to do is called Rottle, or rattle or something like that. Where not mate, I wasn't allowed to, but you can get a day release. Mm-hmm. So my mate was going out, the one that lent me who <laughs> went lent me your book, and he was bringing in a baccy for me, because I don't understand why people are still trying to import drugs into prisons. And the profit margin on Backey is just absolutely unbelievable because you know they've stopped smoking. Mm. So it costs fifteen pounds for a pouch of Backey outside. When I was there, it was two hundred pounds. What? Yeah, and now it's like probably four hundred. So you're saying more tobacco, less drugs. Well, yeah.
1: More profitable.
0: Yeah, more, yeah, yeah. The profit margin. You want to be an entrepreneur in prison? Well, yeah. I came out of a nice new kettle, <laughs> like, like you know, a couple of nice bits, and yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, and I, uh, um, yeah. So so we were bringing in three ounces at a time. And my old cocaine dealer from back in the day lived in the cell next to me, and he had a lot of lollies. So I'd just sell it straight on. So all I did was go like that, and then six hundred pounds on our canteen sheet.
2: I mean, how did people... he?
0: And then and then and the thing is, if I drank, if I'd have brought in six hundred pounds worth of crack, I'd be getting like another few years. I got I got span, and they found three ounces of tobacco in my cell i got nicked and all i got was a suspended sentence of two days extra on my sentence so i never even that was it someone snitched you out yeah i think so yeah Mm. any idea Mm, sort of but i don't know what his name is but i remember because because my man was negotiating over the price he's like well i don't really want to so I went to someone else and said, do you want this? It's coming in later. And then, funny enough, I got it to that night. Mm. So, but yeah, it's like, I just thought the risk, low risk, high profit. And and I don't understand why, why you know, if it, <laughs> it
1: just made sense to me. Definitely. Who was the most dangerous
0: person you came across in prison? Well, there's a geezer from back home. Uh, I, we'll, we'll call him Kane. Um My brother knows him really well. Um, <laughs> I actually, uh, I owed him a bit of money before when we were on the out and, um, I was ducking him and he came round my house and, um, uh, and he knocked on the door and I was like, oh no, it's Kane. So he's, he's opened it and he's looked upstairs, made sure so was no one in. Anyone in? You right, mate? Are you? I said, no, no one's in. And he backhanded me. I went, go on, but a fucking get along. <laughs> I went. I haven't got any milk here. He's like you're fucking useless. You, <laughs> you said I'll better, better have some milk when I come back. And then he just. But in prison, he was. He was just like. In Elmley, he was like the man. Like he used to walk round and everyone would be like, "Oh, listen, Kane, I can sort you out that money later, and and all that sort of stuff." He's like, make sure you do. I don't want to be sticking it on your mum and all that sort <laughs> of. Stuff. Like, like yeah, and then uh, yeah, he's just. Uh, started smoking spice, I think, and just went mental. Um, but there was one occasion where uh, he, he landed on a wing with a big parcel a load of boys went in went in on him and one of them hit him with a bit of wood. So I went to the gym with him and said, are oh, you all right? Like, what's going to happen? He said, oh, nothing, it's all right. But he wasn't going to tell me. He was just waiting to find out who hit him with the wood. And the person that hit him with the wood was some geezer who was called the money muncher, who was some big unit. Him and Kane had a right old dust up and um money went got done mm. so but then when when he when when i see him in in, in rochester um he just w- he was completely different like he'd gone mental he was apparently hiding behind corners with a towel on his head punching people like when they went past and stuff like that like i like, he just and they put him in a safe cell and he asked me to bite his fingers off what yeah <laughs> spice yeah, really fucked his head up. And because where his safe cell was, we were on the excise yard, he always, these three blokes, he had, I don't think he knew them, but he just had a problem with it, and he was like a dog at the window. So they walked round in a circle, and when they got close to him, it was like, fuck it, run over, fucking, run, run, fucking run. And then they'd go quiet again and wait for him to go around. Fucking, yeah, just standing by the window, fucking, it was, it was quite amusing to watch, but,
1: yeah. Was he on a big sentence?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, he was in for an armed robbery, I think, or robbery at least. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but you know, he's yeah, but we we know him from back home. He's all, even when when we were kids when we were playing football. Um, you tackle him and then give him the ball back because <laughs> you just didn't want no aggro. Yeah, but um, yeah. I, I I'll tell you a story about him when when it because it. Uh, we we're all outside our local boozer, and um, these these geezers rang up and said, "Listen, we want a bit of packet?" And he was like, all "Right, I'll come down in." And uh, so the cars come. So there's two blokes in the car, and a bird in the back. So Ken's leaned in to do it. He looked over, and his ex-missus in the back. He's gone, "What's she doing in there?" Like, uh. So he starts headbutting the driver. Whilst trying to punch the passenger, they're driving up, they're driving off, and his little legs are hanging out of the thing. And he's falling out of the car and then running up. Like, just like, just, and then, and then, like, they rang up and said, right, we're coming down, we want to meet you. And he just ripped his top off. And went, you just met me, brother. <laughs> <A> bit <laughs> yeah. the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that. So, yeah, that, um, and then, uh, yeah, I got out in um, 2019. What was it like when you knew you were
2: well, coming up to your release date?
0: Uh, well, I've done an extra year really, because because of the leap year they added an extra day onto my sentence. So instead of getting out on New Year's Eve, I got out on the second of January. Do you get? Does that make sense? So you did to you?
2: two days more.
0: Yeah. I know it's annoying that because <laughs> <laughs> of the leap year. Because if it would have would have worked out, that I would I would have been out on uh, yeah New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, yeah. Yeah, could have partied. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, I um, yeah. So I got, I went back to Maystone and was kind of like doing the same sort of thing, really. Um,
2: so you didn't come out and not use again. Well, you... yeah.
0: I, I, that's the thing. I I thought, oh, I miss Maystone, I want to go home, and and it really was the wrong decision. Um, I'd luckily I had a really good probation officer because I turned up completely pissed once, and she could have recalled me for that because I was like a. I had to go to NPS, which is like high-risk, medium, whatever, and I was like, "Come on, babe, don't be like that." And she was like, <laughs> "She was, she was like, just go home, just go home." Um, yeah, and then,
2: come on, babe, don't be like yeah, that. Yeah, don't <laughs> be,
0: don't be like that. Yeah, she'll sure, go home. I'll call you later. Then I, then I, um, got Nick drink driving in a stolen car, while I was on licence as well. I, I mean, what, how stupid can you get? Um, I managed to, I managed to get that squashed though so because in uh, basically what happened is uh um the person who I stole the car from I I paid them not to turn up to court so but when I went to court um my solicitor who told well my solicitor who, who who advised me about stuff wasn't there he sent some woman down some posh young woman with nice teeth, who didn't know anything about it, and I didn't know she didn't know anything about it. So when we had our pre-court pre, like court thing, she said, so, how are you, do, you doing, Mr Lee? And I was like, yeah, all right. The witnesses haven't turned up, have they? She goes, how do you know that? I said, well, because we paid them not to. She goes, what? Oh, my God. I was like, you can't do that. I said, well, no, it's all right, It's sorted. She was like, oh, well, I can't represent you, Mr. Lee. I'm not having it or anything. I was like, what do you mean? What? Slow, just keep your voice down. Like, and she was, so she turned up in court, she she had to go to court and say, I can't represent Mr. Lee anymore, which didn't look very good, did it? So I had to represent myself. And I know. So she sat at the back, and then my ex-girlfriend went to court with me. And, uh, but I knew what they were going to try and do is get it adjourned, so that then they could try and get a, get the witnesses turned up. So I've said, so went in my statement. I said, oh, it's a bit of a liberty, really. They haven't turned up, you know. I mean, you know, wasting all your nice people's time. It's like I've taken a day off work. You know what I mean? This is a bit, you know. It's yeah. Yeah. and they were like, they were like, um, so can you do the something something date? And I've gone, no, I, no, I can't. I go, well, why not? And I I didn't even think, it just came out of my head. I just went, I'm getting married. <laughs> and I was like, what? Well, when are you getting married? And I was like, I turned around to the girl, that I, my girlfriend went, babe, when are we getting married? And she wasn't paying attention. She was on her phone. She went, what? <laughs> so And I was like, yeah. And they were like, all right, okay then. Can you do this day? I went, no. <laughs> and they were like, why? It's my honeymoon. <laughs> and they are like, when's that then? I was like... When's that? Um, yeah, and then <laughs> so they were like, "All right, <laughs> yeah." And I looked back at that posh lawyer, and she was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna lose my job here." Yeah, and then uh, so so they basically they basically gave me a, a year's driving ban for the drink driving, and then squashed the other thing. Oh the, wow! The twoc, yeah, taking a car about and yeah. so. And as I walked out. I said to that, to that lawyer, like, that was all right, wasn't it? Do you think it's going for a drink? She goes, absolutely no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but but, but, I, but I felt myself sort of going down that. So, probation, we agreed that I would go to Hull and go to rehab, which was probably the best decision of my life. And it was run by the Ford Trust. So are yeah, we,
2: you keen on going or did you yeah listen bit... I,
0: yeah I wanted to and actually uh, it's amazing what what you, what you learn about your inner stuff and how what what triggers these things and stuff like that because resentments are a big you know so yeah
2: what was it like the first day in the program uh
0: um it it was all it was so it's residential so it was it was all right. I just I've always struggled like I, just, yeah. Um obviously doing the life story I just I decided that um that I was gonna give it my all and not let anything so yeah I said my life story. Um went to a few meetings which I found interesting. Uh, yeah, just, just got on with it really, I suppose. Um, made met some amazing people. Some unfortunately aren't still in the programme, but others are. And actually, in whole, I only know people that are in recovery. I only associate with people that are in or you know, so it's just it's amazing.
2: Is that because if you hang around with people who are still involved with drugs, you might find yourself slipping back into? No, that no, not at all.
0: It's because just... it's because that's 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 the only people I know because because I've come up there with a fresh start, and I've not I'm not you know so it's just it's brilliant like um, when uh, we we had art therapy, and when um, when whenever you had to draw what what your fantasy was for the future, and. Um, my fantasy was not not a Ferrari or anything like. It was just to have a job, um, to have have like a wife and a family. Nothing, nothing, nothing major. Nothing, nothing more. Nothing less. Like, and I never thought that could happen. And now, um, I've got a lovely like partner, like who's, who honestly is amazing. Um, I still have. I come out of, like, we're going to counselling together because my mental health is a bit, it's hard for her to understand. So for someone else to put it in perspective, like, I mean, about, like, having thoughts, like, jumping out of a window, like, through the window and stuff like that, and just saying stupid things as well. Like, I just can't help it. I go into, like, child mode. Like, we were in um, super drug one day and I was just standing there while she was looking at some makeup or something, and and it was packed full of women, and uh, the woman came up to me and said, "Do you need any help, sir?" And I said, "Oh no, I don't. But that lady over there needs some Vagisil." <laughs> and I know, I know. That's the first time I've ever seen her go bright red, and she marched me out the shop. So, it's just it, I can't help it. I don't. That's strong. I know, yeah. This, I, I do love her.
1: That, yeah. So this podcast, some of our podcasts are very dark, but this one has got a lovely romantic ending as we introduce Savannah to you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <hello> Savannah.
3: <laughs> yeah I'm Savannah. Yeah, I'm Savannah.
0: <laughs> yes, so um, you were
1: telling us before we took a little break.
0: Yeah, uh, so it's Savannah's my uh, partner and uh i can honestly say that i feel happy and content with you know with with life and i never thought i could be I feel some i i uh i still you know um some like my impulsive i just can't help it sometimes like um i think we we went on a day trip with with the rehab in november Like to the beach, and I just stripped off and ran in the North Sea. Like it was bloody freezing. Like, and then they were like, You're gonna get, and I didn't have a towel. And everyone was like, Why do you, I I can't, I don't know. It's like an off sea, like, I'm sorry for embarrassing you about the Vagisil. Vagisil. It wasn't, (laughs) you know, it's just, yeah. But, but so, so, but Savannah's so, she just understanding. And like, when I get all like, she's like, just, Nothing. It's all right. We're all right. We're all right. Um, we're going on holiday to Italy, mm. and uh, in, in when when because before I got this new job, so I I worked shifts, twelve hour shifts, sometimes nights and days, um, working for a renewable energy company. Um, but before that, I because of my criminal record. Stuff I couldn't get a voluntary job. We tried to volunteer at Christmas to in a homeless shelter. Couldn't do that. I got. I applied for McDonald's. Got to, and I and I was just a bit kind of because like, do you know what I have a lot to Paul Stansby because I'd done a po- podcast with him because I was doing painting here and there sort of thing, and I said I'm all right, Paul. I'm all right. You know, not, as long as I'm not going backwards. You know, not using Colombian Naughty we talk anymore or 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 or. Or committing crime, or or behaving in a certain way, borrowing money and stuff like that. He said, "It's all right. It's all right to not go backwards. It's all right to be standing still, but just make sure you don't get planted." So since that, since I I met that amazing guy one day, since then I've really tried to enhance my life. We've got we've got a flat, haven't we? And it's all pink, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's even painted the fridge pink. Um, we've got two guinea pigs called Barbie and Miley. I didn't name them, but yeah, but, but it's all right. And they're like I. And we're just. Do you know what the best thing for me is? Do it working from six till six, coming home, cooking chicken fajitas or something. Or Savannah's a vegetarian, so I get her a meat substitute. But then, and then just, just watch watch the soaps. Go to bed early. Wake up and do it. All. It's just that. It's just fantastic. And I. I never. I just feel so brilliant, I, and and the amount of stuff that I learned at, at rehab about myself, and that that's why I said at the start about um, the that the, the childhood, because it used to sort of shape even the way I walked, but I've I've these resentments like I had towards my mum, and obviously I still got some, but I've managed to make peace with with that. Um, you know, uh, I did actually, I owe a lot to that rehab because I left the, um, I left, because my license conditions were that like I had to stay at the rehab. But I left and then got recalled. So I actually ended up in whole prison during COVID, um, when COVID first hit. And then, so it was 23 and a half hour bang up like which was quite intense um uh so one one day you were allowed a shower the other day you were allowed to exercise for half an hour and I'd done four months I, I finished my license there because then I could go back to the rehab and finish what I started and um yeah it was just that four months was longer than the, the whole sentence I'd just done before for the the did you have your own cell or were you locked up with? No, I locked up with someone, yeah. Just one? Uh, yeah, just what? Yeah, it was two, yeah.
1: How long did you get along with that person? <laughs> that would be a nightmare, wouldn't it? On oh, what, hours? One
0: of them, he was like, he's a, a bit of a fucking weirdo. Like in the mornings, I like to have the music channel on. I'm not saying I dictate the TV or anything like that, but it's nice to have a bit of just centre yourself sort of thing. But he watched all these cartoons and that. <laughs> I know. And then so one day I got up extra early and put the music channel on and he's like, whoo, whoo, whoo. and then like, so he's, we, you have Intel phones. So he's gotten on the phone to his mate and going, yeah, he's got the music channel on again, kid. I'm like, I can hear you. <laughs> like, That'll be getting turned off in a minute, mate. And I'm like, no, it won't. <laughs> and then like, so he come off, went to turn it over and I, turned, I got up and turned it over again. And he just went huff and then started colouring in in his book. I thought, you idiot, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: First <laughs> cartoons and colouring.
0: Yeah, he just <laughs> and I could hear him go, <laughs> Bobby <laughs> <laughs> angrily colouring in. What was his favourite cartoon? Oh, I don't know, he watches all sorts, He's a bit non really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mind, mind you, I do like SpongeBob.
2: Square pads. Yeah. That's actually aimed for adults though.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, so got,
2: it's got adult humour. He watches it every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. I think
0: Patrick's brilliant. He is indeed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not the only one glad. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, it was, but when I when I came out, re engaged in the in 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 the programme and um got my own like place in Hull. because f- the thing is I thought, what's the point in going back down? I miss my brother and, and Pat and Liam and stuff like that. Um, my sister's at uni and it's, you know, so I just thought I'm going to give it a go because I've got a really good network of people in home. Um, so um, my friend Barry, that's who I was doing the painting for. He also done a podcast with Paul, uh, which is really good. Um, and he's doing really well and it just seems, seems right for me. Mm. Um, and then, uh, so then... Obviously, I met Savannah, and and then. Uh, and what was that like? Love magic. at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, no. To know what, we, which she's just, she's just amazing, her own self. Yeah, and what do you think to all his antics?
3: I think I'm not a judgmental person at all, so I don't see that as being yeah. as, as defining who he is at all. I think I just see, I always say I see Stephen rather than Stevie, and he yeah. hates me calling him Stephen, but to me, Stephen is like. Underneath it all, like, he's yeah. not a bad person at all. And I'm, I don't judge anybody. So
2: how far into the relationship did you find out about his history?
3: Everything. Like, maybe, like, a couple of months in, I want to say. Yeah. yeah. A couple of months in. Um, but it didn't bother me at all. Good. I was more intrigued. I was, like, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm interested in the sort of stuff. So I was, like, really intrigued. But some things you didn't really want to tell me, did you? Like, about like when I, I asked you about prison stories and all that, that you just said, and you would never tell me, I was like, oh, what, what was prison like? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. So yeah. I've, I've let something new today as well. But yeah, um, yeah, it was, I don't judge you all, do I, sir? So. And anyone that does want to judge him, I'm like, yeah. in, in his corner all the time. Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
1: So. <laughs> and last night we all had a lovely meal. And they um, looked like the couple from the, the retro cafe in Pulp Fiction. Yes. Yeah, it's
0: been a, it's been lovely. Uh, coming up here and meeting you guys and that oh it's been honestly it's
2: been amazing yeah. you're
0: absolutely but I, I just do you know what that, that that picture I drew in in art therapy and in rehab like uh, you know it's 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 real and I can't believe it and I've i I like in the back of my mind like because I always have negative thoughts. I think I don't deserve you don't but I do I, I you know it's it's happening and um, Tavanna's just lost her mum a couple of months ago, and she's it's really tough for her. But she's 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 just so amazing, and I um I just uh I just, I, I, just, I don't know what I'm lost for her. I just oh. I just I, I you know I just I've never felt like like I wanted to change wholly for someone and before and I and I really do love her and I, so yeah. So you've gone
1: yeah. through all that. And earlier on, you said you know the, you drew down what you what you wanted. Yeah, you know, a good woman family, and and um, you're not grasping like everyone else is grasping. In yeah. yoga it teaches you non attachment. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like you've detached. You've got what you want, and you're happy with that. Where everyone yeah. else has got is anxious because they've got to get this, got to get. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, Put yeah. all this pressure on themselves. Yeah. But you you finally after going through some harrowing experiences. Yeah, just got to such a good place. Yeah, because yeah.
0: I'm just I'm just grateful, for, you know, for for what I've got, and it's you know it, it you know we, we we bought a car. Um, it's not it's not an amazing car, but I'm proud that we we got that together. Sav's in chored on it, um, because she's failed her. Driving test eleven times. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, um, but she will pass. You will next yeah. next
3: month. Is my
2: spot. so have exactly. you got it booked in for the yeah. next month? Then sixth yeah. of July. So sixth of July. It's yeah. bad luck to tell people. Oh when no! The test right.
3: Sorry. I'm Sorry. I'm excited for it. Maybe it's will
2: come out after, after
0: that. So <laughs> that yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. There we go. Maybe She'll pass. pass by then. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So it's just you know just little things like that and then like um. Yeah, just just having a job, because uh, you know, I think I think people think just because someone's been to prison, that that um, you know, that that they're just gonna let them down. But actually, it's completely the opposite. Don't get a lot of opportunities, so when you do get one, you're really grateful for it, and you and you give it your everything. You know what I mean? So.
2: 'Cause you've effectively been at rock bottom, yeah, I guess. Exactly, yeah.
0: Yeah. When you realise a good thing, you won't let it yeah, go. Exactly, in. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So it's just every little thing in life I just I just appreciate it more. And I've got really good people around me. Um so yeah, and and Sav's my best friend. And it's, You're my it's best just best friend as well. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but you know, I before I'd always be like, I don't know, just always but I don't I I love nights staying in eating whole nuts. I'm getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we're we're doing a race for life um for Sav's mum Jill next month. So we need to get back running. Actually, don't we?
3: We have raised a lot of money though. We raised like eight hundred pounds. Yes, that's
2: we? really good.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, but bless her, she's you know she's really she's a very strong young lady and she does a lot for people. When she was eighteen, she got an award for 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 being violent. She's always done stuff off her own back to help people homeless people and stuff like that so you know what an amazing person and she Definitely. really gets it she's not judgmental um, you know and we're, 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 we're both just as strange like we'll be laying in bed and I'll be like do you think dogs know they're dogs <laughs> and and we've, we've both got an alien tattoo because we believe in the aliens <laughs> 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 so yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, we've both got one exactly the, I know. have so. you seen aliens yeah.
2: together or
0: well, well, I've, I've, have you ever read a book called The Day After Roswell? No. Oh my God! Do you want to? Watch? Yeah, they're happening. They're coming. <laughs> they're coming. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. the thing is, they do come out. But like, we we went to Beverly to go and have some lunch, right? Do you remember that day?
3: Oh, that was funny. That one. It well, no. That was quite. A, that was quite a really random comment. Yeah. Well, um,
0: so I came out. And I was thinking to myself, and I said, babe, I've got to tell you something. She was like, what? So said, I think I'm maybe Jesus. But my, because I was like, basically, what's happened is, I've come back, but last time God sent me back, I was a gobshite and told everyone. So that's why, like, so now he's not told me. I it was only a thought for, like, even today, like, I woke up at five in the morning in Liverpool, went for a little walk. And then, um, but I saw a dead cat on the pavement, but it was a black cat. So now all day I'm thinking I'm cursed by a witch or something. And they put it, I know, it's just, she had to tell me It
3: is came that, back and was like, I've been cursed. I've been cursed. I've yeah. seen a dead so cat. So it's
1: just, but she But she. I just roll with it. Me. I'm like, well, yeah. What witch would that mean? No, no. <laughs> it's him again. It is him, isn't it?
0: He's been up (laughs) here so (laughs) long. Honestly, if you see him, you could, yeah. I'm going to rob you in the morning. (laughs) going to rob
1: you. So so how can the viewers support you guys or follow you on socials or contact you? Um,
0: Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, actually. If if anyone's had similar experiences to me, just send me a message on Instagram. It's, what is it? Stevie Lee 1984. Stevie Lee 1984, yeah. Because I, do you know what? I would actually like to say something to the person that, um, that done that to me. And actually, do you know what? Uh, it robbed robbed me. It basically you didn't topple me in the end, did you? So you nearly did, but because I, do you know what? I, I feel sorry for you because I think you really need some help to do that to someone because. You, you're obviously in a lot of trouble yourself, um, and I hope you do find help, and I hope you don't do it to anyone else. Uh, yes, I still think about it sometimes, but I'm going to marry this girl next to me, and I'm going to have a family, and I'm going to be all right. So that's what I'd like to say to you. So, you, you know, you didn't end me. You just rocked me for a little
1: bit, that's all. And do you know where that person is out there? Or is I not? know, yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yes,
0: yeah.
2: Well, You've got the most supportive girlfriend. I know, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So cool, yeah. I've got to talk about your uh, Minus Stars and your... Oh, no. Losses losses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My dad might watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, how many? What am I on now? You're a man of seven now. Oh, come on, seven. One <laughs> we, we watched that program last night, and there was that blonde girl. Sir. That's mine right, yeah. Do you want to explain your
0: star system? Do you want to explain, sir?
3: <laughs> sir, so, we've got like a mini Mouse like reward chat that's made for kids. But um, <laughs> we, are, we collect stars. So when like we do something naughty or we do something good, we each get a star or like minus a star. When we get to 10, we each get a prize, don't we? Yeah. But every visitor we have to our flat, I think, I feel like we traumatise every guest. Like They walk out yeah. like, what the hell have I walked into? But yeah. like, they find it really funny. So But we just did it as like, a serious thing. We take it very seriously.
1: Could you give an example of an infraction?
0: Well,
3: well, I don't, well they're a bit harsh. What do you mean? Well, I'm like looking at... I think they're all right. What, looking at girls? So, for example, yesterday, we was in Tesco in town in Liverpool, and there was this, like, girl looking at some cookies, and it was like that. No, I just looked at... Looking at her, and I was like, right, minus two stars. But <laughs> then I do, like, every time I pass, like, builders, I'm like, because I love a builder. I'm like, oh, he's real fit, and he's like... Yeah. So I get, like, minus, minus a couple of stars as well. Don't yeah. I like.
0: But, yeah. <laughs> but um, one of my prizes was she went out in London dressed as Britney Spears. She looked like a right sort. <laughs> so I, so I said, so I got ten stars. So I was allowed. So Britney Spears was going to knock on the door one day, and she still hasn't. <laughs> so, Sorry. So, yeah, still waiting for Britney Spears to come. Out. <laughs> so, so even when I went, you know. So. Uh, Look, yeah, one one of the prizes
3: was tickles. won it for 10. I
0: got five minutes. With my nails. It's supposed to be 10. <laughs> Bacticles.
3: He'll yeah. actually just like me to scratch yeah, you with my nails. nails. <laughs> I mean, they are,
0: they are amazing now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, I think things are all right. I'm, we're content with what we've got. We are. And you know, so.
1: What a lovely note to end it on then. Exactly. So please let us know in the comments what you have thought about this video. If you have been through something similar, please reach out to Stevie. And, you know, there are options in life and you can be inspired. And talking to someone, if there's a forum especially, may be particularly helpful for people who've been through that. And otherwise, give us give us a big hug, man. Thank yes, you. thank yeah, you for coming. Uh, Thanks yeah. you so much.
3: Cheers. Thank you. Oh. oh, wicked. Oh, big hug. Right. Oh.
2: Oh, come here. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thanks yeah. so much for having me on as yeah. well. Oh, thank no. You. It's always fun. Nice